Okay, we have to talk before we dive into this podcast. Just a little bit. First, it is a big one. It There's a lot. There is a lot here. It was a great conversation. But there's a lot. So buckle up. Our guest today, like potentially others, was kind of burned by the county and decided to do some digging. And you will learn more about that. I know it's a little cryptic, but it unravels in the podcast. Second, there is only one angle for the video feed. So if you watch the video of the podcast, you are only going to get one angle. We had some technical difficulties that I did not catch with the other camera, but luckily the camera angle is the one that was on Thomas. So that's the one you'll see. You won't get my angle. That's okay, because I'm happy we have Thomas's. That's the important one. So that is there, but it's just one long shot of Thomas for the video feed. So there's that. It almost, after having the conversation we had, it almost feels like something just out in the world messed with the camera. But I know what caused it, so that's not true. But you'll understand what I mean if you watch the whole thing. So that gets the housekeeping out of the way. Our guest today... If you don't know him, you definitely will after this podcast. And if you do know him, you're probably excited for me to stop talking so we can get to it. He is a cool fucking guy, and all I can say is I would not want to be on his shit list. So, without any further ado, please give it up for the one, the only, Thomas. Edrington. Thomas, we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. I'll be honest, I've been looking forward to this since before I reached out to you. I've been looking forward to this. Well, um... I'm flattered. <laughs> so to set the stage, I came across your name in reference to the auditor controller situation with Karen Paz Dominguez. Yes. And so I reached out to you through that. How did you get involved in that? Do you want to take me back to the beginning and kind of set the scene for us? <laughs> Once upon a time. Um, so uh, I have been aware that something just, you know, there's a lot wrong in in the way the county is run. We'll just we'll just throw it out like that. Fair statement. And when KPD, I, I assume your listeners are are up 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 to date. <laughs> she came on. She came on the podcast okay. and laid out her case. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. So. So yeah. Hit the archives to, to catch up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you're not familiar. Go back and listen. It was a good podcast. So, when she first took her three minutes uh, of public commentary, I, I, I believe she mentioned. <clears throat> That's a professional right there. You coughed away from the mic. I. You are a pro. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, um, music and theater training, a lot of mic work. Um, So when she first took those seven minutes of public commentary, 
uh, I I was just like, oh, hello there. Like, what, this is this is going to cause a feeding frenzy amongst all the people who don't want to be held accountable. So I just watched. <laughs> and and I've been watching this develop uh, passively through uh, through media, through just, you know, people I know in this small town, uh, through uh, public records requests, um, which have grown aggressive <laughs> recently. <laughs> we'll probably talk more about how and why. Um, but yeah, monitoring communications, uh, watching the way media things played out, uh, listening to uh, things people inside the county set. And of course, it, it began to reach critical mass kind of, kind of like middle of last year, moves started to get made, like re real moves, not just not just not just sort of being disgruntled. <laughs> and And I watched that play out again through more and more aggressive public records requests, just generally monitoring the situation. And uh, at this point, I mean, Everything's right out there on the table. Uh, there's there's some real problems <laughs> being being laid bare, and uh, I, I you know that's kind of the intro to the whole conversation. Like I'm I'm sure we're going to talk in depth about what problems and where and how and and why. Absolutely. I so your your background was you were just watching the situation unfold with the board of supervisors. You already knew there was potentially some financial mismanagement and i'm guessing this was back in 2018 that board of supervisors meeting more like 16 when i started when I, when I when i started uh engage so <laughs> at, at any point when i've engaged professionally or on a volunteer capacity with the county you always run into it like there there is no aspect of the county at, at, at which at some point you you don't just have to shrug and go, well, that's humble, but do we have to? <laughs> In regards to what specifically? Usually getting getting like um, uh, money approved, uh, getting money, um, you know, figuring out where the money is. I mean, how the money is getting spent. We 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 continually get corrected every you know from from decades past about you know by by the state or by the feds we have to pay this back or pay that back um and when you uh for instance when i was engaging with the planning department on behalf of uh cannabis farms um the continuing complexity in order to build the importance of the department in the process. I mean, th those sort of municipal governmental spread things, it's not like unnatural in any administrative capacity, but when, when it happens in Humboldt, we usually, I mean, for instance, the, the consulting firm that was hired in the planning department to manage this has a history of price gouging municipalities uh through uh, well uh on behalf of municipalities for government services in like cities up and down california and we get and we hire them 
manage in reference to the... That's Exegil. Okay. And this uh, is in regards to the cannabis industry. Yeah, this was who the planning department hired on to to do, basically do the, the staffing and, and get all these things processed. Because, you know, before the cannabis uh, industry had to get permitted, they were they were able to process maybe five to ten conditional use permits in a year. That's that's just what they had the capacity for. So very slow process. Uh, yeah, and just like you know, that was what they had the staffing because that was that was how many they had to do. Um, and then over the course of about four months, <laughs> they got just slammed with over a thousand right within 90 days steve lazar at the at the at the planning department cried uncle he's like please can we put a moratorium on we don't we can't take anymore and and everybody said no you just do it um he's since moved on it's john ford now but this is years back um so uh what what we have now now that the process has become more and more complex for farmers and requires, you know, this $1,000 test and that $10,000 test and this $5,000 engineering report. Nickel and diming them all the way through. Uh, the, the, the bottom tier, the technician level to review and organize the documents, 66 an hour that we pay these people lowest tier the rest are over 100 an hour up to 100 166 i think is the top end our planners don't get paid that much <laughs> we don't we don't pay that much to a government job and they take 72 percent of the administrative fees that that get paid in like it's it's a lot <laughs> and th there wasn't a competitive bidding process the this is not an unusual story either there wasn't a competitive bidding process because there weren't any other applicants or they felt this was the best one or there were ties to this one? I what? can't decisively say. Okay. In your opinion, what would you say? Business as usual. Um, somebody either got sold a real good bill of sale and, and just pushed it right through or... Because uh, it definitely didn't fall below the line. There is a line between b below which, like, if it's a small enough contract, you just you don't have to do a request for proposals. You just somebody can can propose the project to you, and if it's small enough, you just, they just approve it. And this was one of those small projects. No. Oh, this was a bigger no. One. This is this is all of the cannabis farmers in Humboldt attempting to get their permits at the planning. Department. Was there a vote for this, or this was pushed through by the board? Well, every contract eventually has to get uh, signed by the board. That's the that's that's what makes a contract a contract. If they don't have that, if it's not directly within a document that's signed by the board, like that's again where we're starting to run into all kinds of problems with like, well, there used to be a contract and we just sort of extended the service on a handshake and nobody bothered to update anything and. We don't really know where the status is now. Like that's a lot of the documents that I'm pulling out of the of the can of the county is like invoices of like what. <laughs> so I guess in in reference to this <clears throat> specifically, I'm just trying to understand how it went through. 
Did the public have any say on it, or this was purely oh, an no, internal? No. I mean, very li- very likely there was like an announcement that it was going to, like there was an agenda item, um, and maybe they had to make a public proposal if it was that kind of thing. But no, I mean there was no mean like nobody knows when it happened. <laughs> I mean, I have the, the you know, we can get the contract and and check the date on it, but but it was definitely not a thing that was broadly discussed. Certainly not by the cannabis farmers, right? Nobody asks them. <laughs> and so that's how you initially got involved was this got pushed through and you said, "Hey, this is a problem. Oh no, that's something I discovered uh, just recently. Oh, that, so this that went was, through. That's that's something I discovered later. Okay, as part of this, like I, I I knew that they were having staffing trouble for years. I was on the other end of it, like uh, working working to get the cannabis farmers' applications as slick as a whistle as possible, so that everything can just get a stamp. You know, checking checking all the regulations. I was I was a consultant for the uh, permitting process for for farmers. Like, worked with specifically with small farmers, um, and man, they all got the shaft. <laughs> all the small farmers. Um, the yeah the the small the small ones the mom and pop ones the ones that everybody's rooting for and trying to make through they they can't get through that process. There's I mean, almost no chance without like selling half their farm for for the enough money to get through the process like it's it's you know tens of thousands now and your your crop has to be on hold you can't be growing while you're getting while you're in suspense and heaven forbid you have any sort of like anything but just a flat five acre parcel that's asking for exactly a specific thing um if if there's any deviation from that if there's any history on the parcel if it's then nobody will touch it, right? Because everybody wants the easy one on the stack. <laughs> yeah, I've heard, as someone not even in that industry, I've heard that there are a lot of hoops that you have to jump through and a lot of red tape and a lot of just... A lot of things that are very specific to the cannabis industry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it, it, didn't, it, it didn't get treated like agriculture. Like there was, there was a very specific demand that was not met. So, so as part of the... As one of the people that was part of the big push, like... Uh, like if we're, if we're talking what got me into all this, we were told that they would be good partners. Like I come from the cannabis industry. We were told that they'd be able to handle this. They, we were told that this nickel and diming wasn't the way it was going to be. They and being the county. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, like I was part of the, the, the team that dialogued with them. I was, I was the outreach to the farmers, getting the input from them to put in front of the, the supervisors at the time, the director of agriculture, director of planning. Like we, we were the ones setting the table for all the meetings. Um, and that was not true. <laughs> And that made all of my work not just meaningless, but counterproductive to my community. And I take that pretty personally. I'm an Eagle Scout. I don't know what your language policy on this oh, is. Oh, you can say whatever you, you want to say. don't make a fucking liar out of me. <laughs> 
So that and and that around 2014, 2015, that's when that all that started to develop. 2016 is when when I when I got mad about it, and and started to really watch the the internals that that led to these failures. And they're the same things that, that lead to problems all over in the county. It's the same, same problems in DHHS with, like, like I don't have as much expertise in that area or exactly what the failings are, but there's... Like the cash reconciliation. No, I'm talking about, like, kids dying. Oh. Like, our D- DHS has failed, has, has, has had some miserable failures um, that, that I'm not even really, like, expert enough on to talk about. But there's kids dying. Like there's federal cases. There's there the like DHHS is a problem. <laughs> I ha- I haven't even gotten to crack that far into besides the money here locally. It's a here locally, and this is our because D- kids D- kids dying. That's H- a big that's H- a big claim. Yeah, yeah. It was a tragedy. It 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 has been reported on. <laughs> like. I don't know, and now, 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 because it's the digital age, and there's a, a, there's a, a thing present. I'm like, should I just go try and look it up? The, um, but the um, yeah, I don't I don't have like the the articles or like the 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 years and specifics. Um, yeah, there's been some some really drastic failures from DHS. Kids dying. Do you know? I know I mean, you don't it, know the specifics too much. Yeah, do you know? I mean, it's in the it, uh, kids dying. I that's that's just a broad statement. Foster system. Um, kids dying unnecessarily because of. Blank. Just I'm pu- I'm pressing a little bit on that just because that's I, a pretty that's a pretty big claim. It's a it bombshell is. if it's true. It is, and it. I mean, now now I now do you mind? If no, I, I take do not. Just the I moment, need to get I need to get somebody in here to start googling stuff. For right, me. right, yeah. yeah that'd um, be very handy. So I'm just gonna. I'm trying to remember the. Uh. I just kind of have to press on that. Just no, 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 not, no. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. That's actually that's like a, people are going to hear that, and even D-H-H-S. I'm hearing that, thinking, "What? What Humboldt. the fuck does that mean?" I believe it was, it, I, like, in my head, it's also like tribal kids, um, foster care. That's gonna be my my first shot at the Google Google Foo. And so this is a lawsuit uh, currently taking place against DHHS. This is this is the first thing from that. It's on the county website, posted twenty twenty one. A uh, California Attorney General DHHS jointly submit request. Blah blah blah, and a proposed stipulated settlement. Acknowledge the work that uh, Child Welfare Services has accomplished since 2018. Extends the AG settlement for an additional year. To so, so the 2018 stipulated judgment followed an investigation of specific policies and practices involved related to Child Welfare Services after concerns were raised in 2015 by local t- tribes and other community partners regarding inefficiencies and barriers to service and emergency response. Stipulated judgment reflected collaborated effort. Uh, quotes from Bonta. Uh, since the 2018 stipulated judgment, uh, they have. I give some. We can some we can move on. Yeah, done I'll, to improve. But I'll, so that I'll was. Do some digging so on that. yeah. So in 2015, look for the look for um the the complaint in 2015 by local tribes and other community partners. 
Like we've there there have been some big problems uh, that are that are currently being addressed, and that but in twenty twenty one that's that's what I found on the county website was like, hey, here's all the things we've done to address it. Create an ombuds office to create to yeah. So uh, we can. I'm sure there's an expert that can go further into that. I'm I'm not expert in that case. I know of that case. Okay, um, so the cannabis ties into this. So now we're in 2016. You're paying attention, and and there's all these problems with the same core causes, and that's a culture of looking away, of 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 not looking very carefully. <laughs> and this is a broad theme across county government. This is. So 90% of county workers are killing it. They are showing up, doing the work the best they can, keeping their heads down, and not letting toxic office policies get in the way of providing good service to people of Humboldt County. Like I I have to say that every time because I don't want to feel like I'm picking on every single person who draws a county paycheck. (laughs) 90% are killing it. Like it's Sturgeon's law, you know. It was, you know, ninety. Uh, um, well, Stur- the reverse of Sturgeon's law. That is, ninety percent of everything is crap, according to Sturgeon's law. Um, the ten percent rises to the top. But ninety percent of the county employees are are legitimately showing up and sincerely doing good work that impacts people in a positive way. There are some clicks, however, <laughs> nestled within departments up and down that are pretty toxic and they're often in leadership and central departments that that affect the way things are done generally and that's the thing that that eventually causes all these problems like something towards the middle and the and the top gets broken and nobody really wants to say anything, even though there's impacts and even though it's hurting people. Like, or when somebody says something, they're let go. Like that that's really what 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 is happening is the best people in Humboldt County who who cared the most and are most willing to speak truth to power and step up and say, We have these problems, but what they don't have is the ability to maintain their mental health from the workplace retaliation that happens right afterward. That happens a lot. <laughs> um, since the, I guess we should just, just, just throw in there since the creation of, uh, since, since I, I, I dropped a whole bunch of documents from, uh, from the County and uh, the, the response created what we've, what we've called the transparent Humboldt coalition because THC, <laughs> Um, I didn't even catch that. Uh, um, yeah, no, it's subtle. Uh, it's thcthcoalition.org. Um, and it became really clear that there was going to have to be a place to house, display, and explain what all these documents mean. <laughs> so that that's what's being developed now. And and I was I thought I was going to do it alone, but everybody, you know, had a whole bunch of bunch of people show up, including. A lot of whistleblowers, a lot of people currently working in the county or have recently worked for the county that have some things to say about what's going on in there. And and so these are the PRA documents that were referenced at the Board of Supervisors meeting. These are the PRA documents that you're pulling out that 
that Sharon was Sharon has brought up. That was the big one. Yeah, she, at, at a meeting, she's giving a report that's saying we have all of these deficiencies in our financial reporting procedure. And then, like an amateur from the bench, they ha- they ask, "Do you have documented proof of this?" Because K- KPD is a professional accountant and has all the receipts. She immediately answers yes, and as soon as they say that, well, then it's public record. Like, she wasn't in her seat before I had gone to my computer and was like, I'll have one of what they're having, please. Like, everything that's about to, everything related to what she just said that there is a public document for, I want it. Um, and it's a lot. <laughs> and so, was that the culminating moment for you? Is that what you needed? Was somebody to come out and say, hey, I've got proof of what you had been suspecting? Uh, no, it was just great. Um, it, it was an excellent grab to get leverage and to see to get a very comprehensive view of, of the problems that are that are on display uh and again this is one of those things like kpd has very specifically called this culture into account hate that <laughs> the people most invested in not being accountable with our money have showed up in force and and because they feel like they're entitled not to be accountable and because they're not used to having to cover their tracks because most of them have never been outlaws they're real sloppy <laughs> it's like public documents all over the place i haven't even i haven't even dug as hard as i intend to dig um, I don't know. Do you want to, do you want to jump into like the machine, the thing? Yeah. I'm well, building? I'm trying to set the stage on that because okay. there are a lot of people in those departments and mm-hmm. on the board of supervisors who say Karen doesn't have anything that of these, these PRA documents I had Virginia Bass as well on the mm-hmm. podcast. And we talked about it a little bit Yeah, and not to put words in her mouth. It's also out on the podcast. Uh, she said she read through a few of these PRA documents and it's kind of, there's no smoking gun. Her th- her biggest thing was if there is actual evidence, why not put out a document and say here's the evidence and point to it instead of just releasing hundreds of documents. It's because the so there's so many smoking guns. It's a fire hose is is what it is, and it's what it's why all this information needs to be organized and explained. Like fake paperwork being submitted to the SCO. Uh, there, that's just one of 16 things that the SCO report found that year that Humboldt needed to correct, like, seriously. Like, our multiple departments uh, within the CAO and central services departments couldn't justify the rates they were charging the service departments that provide the actual services to, to Humboldt for their services, for the for the administration of the money. They're, in that report, this is 2020, the personnel director couldn't provide any justification that they had done their job. And so their salary had to be written out of the, the the cost plan. Whose salary is this? That's the um 
I I hate to name names, and and sometimes things have changed, and and a lot's been corrected. Um, but it, it uh, the the name of the person isn't referenced in the document either. So so it's just the the personnel director at the time. Um, so and the SEO report is what is this that? is this is um uh in. Uh, if you go into uh, PRA 22-194, uh, you can find it uh, through Humboldt Next Request or through a link on our site if you prefer to do it anonymously. anonymously. <clears throat> there is a document uh, that is a Humco Field Review from, S- from the SEO's office, and it lists 16 recommendations that are... Recommendations. Uh, your, your your people can't see me air quoting, but if they uh, watch the video, they can. They'll <laughs> oh, see yeah. right. Um, so yeah, there's. I mean, it's serious. So th- is serious this just stuff. an external? What does SEO stand for? Is oh, it- that's the state controller's office. Okay, that's the state folks that do what Karen does for the county. And so this was an outside investigation into this was a field, a field review i will i will pull up once again the data um let's see okay and so this was an an investigation by the seo the state this was a office. field report after after an investigation of of documents that were delivered uh, let's see. Okay, two two dash one nine four. Cost plan. Uh, Humboldt Field Review. You know, um, we don't have to. We don't have to go too far into it. We can kind of just because there's going to be a lot of dead air if we're pulling stuff yep, up. You and yep. me, unfortunately. Um, well, the system is remarkably fast, but uh, yeah, the very short version is that. Uh, uh, like like sixteen very strong um, recommendations, none of which were were contested by the county. Um, recommendations in regards I think except to for for some of the cannabis things, um, uh, money handling, uh, so like, not, and reporting. So we, not we, on like yeah, not even the like, ACs end. This was. This was the count. These, these were uh, no, 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 no. These were these were named department and divisions. Most of them were under the CAO's office. Um, uh, there were a few under DHHS. Or, uh, some. People can look up the document. It's all in there. <laughs> I, I do like to like to like to be reading right off the document if I'm if I'm going to be, you know, calling stuff out. Yeah. But um, yeah, like the. Um, Believe it's a fund that provides insurance for for parts of the the county employees. Um, of course, the the parse debacle was was listed there. Of like, what is this crap document you've sent us? Okay, we'll very kindly accept this very old data, but come on, that, that was basically the SCO's response of like, this the this 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 document you gave us is. Does not does not count as what we need. Well, they're they're very kind to say, not to say like, what the hell. <laughs> um, 
just like they were in the media piece when they're like they they described very carefully what, what their position was and then and then Ryan Burns in one of like five follow up questions I've, I've ever seen him make uh so uh was like but to be clear was it a forgery and the SEO's office is like we have said what we're going to say <laughs> <laughs> no more, no less. Like very carefully worded statement. To, like they were being diplomatic. And so this this took place when this was in twenty twenty. That report was was in twenty twenty. There there's stuff even more current. Like, and that was something. in response to allegations against the AC's office. I'm guessing. Oh, in twenty twenty? No, that was that was just a, the the state's field review. That, that oh, was, this is just an annual just, thing they do. Uh, I don't know if it's annual, but it, but it's. Um, I think I actually I think Karen requested. Uh, she's she's requested a lot of investigations and a lot of things from the state. I don't know if this one specifically was requested or if it was automatically triggered by something or it was on a regular schedule. Um, that's usually not the part of the report I I, I log into my memory. <laughs> so, in back to these PRA documents. The argument of there not being a smoking gun. You're saying there is, and it's just dispersed throughout it's all of the information. Yeah, it's just that there's so much wrong. Like, is this the normal level of wrong that we're okay with? Like, that's really what it comes down to is like, I, I mean, until recently, our, our, our departments didn't even line item their budgets. Like, when I, when I, when I look at budgets from 10 years ago... <laughs> It's just lump sums. Nobody knows anything about what was happening. <laughs> the trust funds. Ugh. Um I don't know anything about the trust funds. So I haven't yeah. heard that come up yet. So uh oh, um it was uh APD in one of her local elections answers uh answered one of these when like you know, somebody's like, Hey, what happens when a whistleblower uh, does a thing? And she just used an example of a thing that happened. Um Who is this? APD? KPD. Oh, okay. Yeah, on in her in her Karen Paz Dominguez. Yeah. Just so people <laughs> if we keep doing abbreviations, right. they know. Right, right. So it's, KPD, yes. It's, it's such a long name with so many Yeah, it's easier to say KPD. I have I haven't done enough vocal warm ups to just nail that tongue twister every time. Sorry, KPD. Uh, <laughs> so uh in, in one of her local election act uh answers, uh she was asked about what happens when, when a whipple whistleblower says, Hey, there might be something wrong here. Um and she she listed exactly what happened in one case. And by one case I mean a multi departmental habit of just keeping a slush fund handy called a trust fund. Com- like with a straight face and unironically. Uh trust fund. Uh yeah, a departmental trust fund where they just kept money that was extra what department was doing all of them i mean i don't know i don't know it was it was it was it was done broadly across multiple across it was just a thing a habit that people got into that was against the law i was gonna say are they allowed (laughs) no they're not allowed to have a slush fund Or do no, they still currently no have these slush funds? I no, no, it got fixed, and um, and uh, or or it is in the process of being fixed, or or being um, there. There is a way to get it approved, which now now if people feel like they need these these kind of like departmental reserves, um, they they can get it approved. But they were doing this under the radar. But they were just doing it. Yeah, they they just had like an extra fund, you know, with a couple of grand, a couple tens of grand, you know, just 
extras from the budget, you know, bits here, bits there, um, just sitting there. That's supposed to get put back into the general fund, recirculated, rebudgeted, and reapportioned for county services, and not just sitting in the department. Like, unmonitored. <laughs> these, are, these are accounts that were not reported. Right, they 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 weren't part of the audit paperwork. They they were side funds that nobody knew about, except for the people department. knew about them. But but nobody told certain people, like the auditor, for instance, or the third party auditor, or the state controller's office, or anybody who holds my tax money accountable. And that is in those <laughs> PRA documents. That are released. Yeah. Oh no. Well, that that's that's in the media. That's in. That, uh, oh, that's well known. Yeah. We, yeah. That's on. Or on, at least out there. Yeah, I shouldn't say well uh, known. That's a, over on uh, Lost Coast Reposts. Um. Or output. Uh, yeah. uh. The um on on the their elections page. Like one of the one of the answers was how she found and fixed hundreds of thousands of dollars worth spread across multiple department multiple departments of just slushy money. Nobody's talking about that. Uh, and you, because the whole smoke screen is no smoking gun. It's just that it's all that bad. <laughs> so is the problem here that Karen is pushing back against that and yeah. that's why they want her out? Yeah. Because they're, they're doing pretty, they're doing, I don't know if I should say a pretty good, but they're, there is a serious movement against her. And what I'm struggling to find out is, is that warranted? Is she not efficient at her job? Or is she pushing back so hard that they're just trying to kick her out to get back to the way things used to go? Nothing is simple. Unfortunately, right? It'd be nice if it was black and white. Yeah, nothing ever has just one reason. Because let's not forget, she's female and she's South American. She has an accent. Not with everybody. But not with nobody. One factor or another, or just that that good old humble frumbolt nativism of like, you're not from around here. That's a real thing. I've talked I, to people on here that have brought that up. I've I, in the in the course of me stumping for KPD, I have had people say, "Well, you you don't you weren't born here. Why are why are you getting involved?" I'm like, I've been here for twenty fucking years, people. <laughs> like, I've, my child was born, is being raised, and will will live will be here his entire life. Like, my th- this is a for, from some from someone who claimed no home for a very very long time because there just wasn't a place that I thought I was that that was worth investing in. That then you know is here now, <laughs> like. Humboldt's a special place. I'm invested in it. You d- you don't get to say that it doesn't count because my birth certificate says somewhere else. That's that's dumber than racism, <laughs> right? Racism can can at least like try and lean on some pseudoscience of like, well, maybe melanin makes you dumb. Uh, I don't know that I I don't even understand the theory there. But but to then make it like, well, no, it's about where where your mom was when you were born like what are you even talking about now anyway <laughs> so in regards to that in regards to the race and sex thing do you have any experience that would lead you to that or this is just from your own perception of the situation 
Here we go. Because it's not documented, I don't feel comfortable always like bringing it up. But from personal observation, okay. So one one of my background specialties is communications analysis. Um, I, I I just listen and watch and uh, and can parse out a lot of nuance from what people do and don't say. That's just just part of the training of 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 you know communications analysis and um, yeah. I'm I'm just gonna go with a solid yeah. It's in the mix. It's in the mix. In That's the, a factor. In the in the in the uh, in the Time Standard um, editorial where they endorsed KPD's opponent, they 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 even said like, was racism and fe- feminism a factor in this? Maybe like or in all this friction, maybe <laughs> like the, that 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 was the editorial board's uh, response was like maybe like the there's yeah i'm gonna go with yeah like from what i observed there are elements of this that are sexist and racist i wouldn't call it the driving force but it's a player but it's a player but but it's something that makes people easy to recruit into hating on kpd and that's not just like within the cliques of people within the county we're talking about that's just like makes it easy to rally a certain section of our population that we all kind of side eye, <laughs> right? Uh, we all know that there's there's a bunch of racists in the county. They're not quiet about it. Like you know. I didn't know that. Uh, but I don't. To be fair, I don't get out a whole lot. <laughs> this is my outing, Ed. <laughs> I wouldn't. I I would have probably. I would have a racist on here just to talk to them and get their perspective. But I haven't yet. So. It's not in yeah. my purview. Yeah, I mean, they were running counter, uh, not even a counter protest, like just making trouble at the BLM rally in McKinleyville, for instance. Oh, I have heard about that. I guess in reference uh, to McKinleyville. Yeah. Yeah, that there's. I heard there was like. Well, that's. It's, yeah, it's di- dotted all around the county. I mean, if, you know, it, it's Sturgeon's Law again. Uh, just applied to humanity. Ten percent of everything is kind of shitty. Like, um, you know, d- d- dotted around the county. Everybody has that racist cousin, that racist uncle, that 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 racist buddy, or that guy that just buys into all the weird conspiracy theories. We and so them. all that all that is playing into this push against KPD. That's, these are all factors that are culminating in that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these aren't. I, there, there's no one thing, but but when when you push a certain sort of narrative, especially against a woman of color, like that that is who gloms onto it. You know, as, aside from anyone else who's 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 taking your position reasonably, there are people who will just rah 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 anything that's boo woman of color. You know, fuck that woke shit. No, I, you know that's. <laughs> that's who's showing up to to the party i mean the Macbeths. i mean if i'm gonna name names like guy said some things in public i mean just rex bone has has made a bunch of racist comments in public that he's had to had to walk back he did have that mexican joke somebody was just telling me about that the other day didn't he though like he gets he gets a lot of shit for it and i you know 
I don't hate on Bone like other people hate on Bone. Like he's he represents this community. He does a lot of good work, but he he does hold some culturally outdated views potentially. <laughs> there is a lot of friction specifically between him and KPD. Isn't there though? Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, they they've been at odds for a long time now. I mean, it, it's it's just his reflexive habit now. I don't even know if he'd know how to do it right. <laughs> But the problem is, so so. the real problem comes, like all of these people are citizens. All of these people have their rights and they have their ability to, to go rah, 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 wherever they like. With the specific legal exclusion of the use of county government funds, premises, time. And they cross that line. I'm suing the county. I, by the way, like other pieces, other piece of all this, I have I have uh, uh, sent a notice of the letter of intent to sue on the uh, grounds of on the grounds that they have used government time and premises in violation of their own policies and potentially state and federal law. Um, I mean, that's the state and federal laws often like have partisan language thrown in there so i'll leave it to the to the lawyers to say which laws they violated i know that for a fact they violated county policy because that's real plain and simple language the yeah um and again because it's it's a legal case that's that's part of why i'm dancing around a little about like naming names and things like because there's a legal case involved and i want the county to have the option to do some of this with some dignity I'm, I'm the door is still currently open for for them to to just quietly apply their actual disciplinary procedures and and we can all just walk away better people <laughs> rather than dragging it all out into the media and into the in, into the courts and well, blah, I think blah, it's blah. already there uh, most of it not necessarily your your case here we, I hadn't heard about that but a lot of this has already been dragged through the media yeah, and and the thing it was, I dragged through the media in a specific, coordinated, and intended way. That's that's the problem, right? Is yeah, there's nobody speaking out online for KPD. Which, if this is if this is all true, if what she says and the PRA documents all show what is said to mm-hmm. be shown, then there is it does seem apparent that there is a concerted effort against her which is why it's almost hard to believe that she is 100% <laughs> in the right because you well, have all these articles written against her all these people on the board speaking against her all these department heads speaking against her all these <laughs> vote of censures <laughs> these votes of no confidence <laughs> like that's a that there are a lot of people speaking out against her and uh-huh. against what she's saying i i i don't discount that <laughs> I really don't. I do know where those people are getting their information, though. And then we're back to a small group of toxic people, right, that that, that are pushing this narrative hard. And I have people willing to testify that they have done things like pressure county employees to run against her. You have that documented and somebody willing to testify yes. for that. I I mean, there's... And the, this pressure have, is coming from... Yeah. 
Well, I'm, I know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I, I, I had can, to push a little bit just to see if that was gonna come I, out. I appreciate that, yeah. but that's also like uh, that, that's also protection of the sources that have come out. If I say which office it's in, well, it that, would be identifiable. Then they know it's like, oh, well, we only fired four people this year. We'll start checking. Everything. But um, you have that. I mean, that's pretty substantial evidence. Yeah, yeah, if somebody's willing to and testify, it's more than one. you have multiple sources. Multiple sources. There, there, there were meetings where people were told to collect negative feedback on KPD and the Auditor Controller's office. People are encouraged to be as hostile as possible. They are, they're, they, the, the AC's office is blamed by leadership for hardships that the rank and file come up to. Like, again, long email chains of like the, the boss, you know, uh, somebody complaining to the boss, the boss blaming KPD, forwarding it to the AC's office, and the AC saying, well, here's the problem. You didn't file the paperwork. And this happens over and over and over again. And so leadership is getting called out, made to look bad. And when you maybe value pride over service, that hurts. <laughs> so, and, and again, it's it's that that culture the, that 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 cultural comfort that that has has been created around these flawed processes, and people don't like getting called out for it. <laughs> and because it's happening broadly, these are people who control things like the Workforce Development Board, which has always been a highly politicized thing. These are people who are the information sources for, you know, all the political ties in, in say, Fortuna school districts, or, or you know, all these, all these things that have, that have, that have spoken up. If you look at, um, it's called social network mapping. Um, very, very interesting, very long, very involved topic of what that is and what you can do with it. But it's beautiful and juicy and data. Um, but it's really boring. <clears throat> to anybody whose who's brain isn't wired my way. <laughs> Give me a, a quiz notes quick rundown of what social mapping is. There's an excellent article. If you, if you just search social network mapping American Revolution. You'll find it. It's written. It's written in an essay format of like a, a British colonial officer who has been given the the magic technology of social network mapping and this tool, to, and and you know they have all these malcontents within the, uh, the these American colonies. So taking by taking in this in this case the the list of people in these in these political clubs in Boston and 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 Virginia and all these places that are that are hotbeds of, of discontent they have the lists of the membership and they just do things like cross referencing and 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 finding the connections and relationships um, and also you know we. Um, Doing things like you know in the in the stories like British you know and we've we've intercepted some communications which in this world is just like read your Facebook page, uh, and 
Uh, and by that, like by the end of the story, spoiler alert, there's like, we should really pick up this Paul Revere fellow. He seems connected to every single one of these clubs and, and these 20 people that are also, you know, the founding fathers on the declaration, declaration of the, uh, of independence. Like they, they seem highly connected and, and, and motivated to, to work against the crown. We already know that, that, you know, by this, they're, they're clearly organizing and gathering and it's going to be a problem soon. That's how you nip that in the bud if you're a British officer and don't want things like an American Revolution. So these techniques are used to find terror cells. They're used to find uh, embezzlement schemes. They're used to find corporate espionage. They're used to find it's it's relationship mapping. Um, so. So here, here we're talking about the machine. Should we, should we go ahead and, and uh, the Transparent Humboldt's coalition, the, the thing that is being built there is a data gathering, processing, and analysis bundle uh, that, that can create a social map. So we're going to uh, basically turn the public record process inside out and scrape all of it, just all of it. Um, there, we're we're going, you know, just by by putting in repeated repeated things like, and get their communications. Any county issued uh, county issued device, <laughs> that's all public records, baby. Um, every app they use, every message they do, what their score on Candy Crush is, it's public records. If it's on a public phone, that's my phone, not yours. You're using it, so I get to read all your text messages, just like my kids. Uh, every interaction is then run through an artificial uh, an AI text analysis uh, tool that uh, is equipped with something like something called NLP and that's natural language processing it it is the same thing that say a company will use when they launch a product and they want and and they're they're putting out some hashtags and you know test, testing some some keywords and and seeing what the what the general response to various marketing campaigns are by it's like the the AI will read it knows what words mean knows connotations of words so positive connotations negative connotations it can read sarcasm to a certain point if it's sophisticated enough which just blew my mind when I when I found that out uh, like, are you are you building these tools or you're using oh these god these are all commercially available yeah, okay Some of that's what free. I was trying to get at I. <laughs> I built a an NLP processor. I actually was going to scrape Twitter data to to determine hate speech and, oh, we're and math people. Yeah, I have a <laughs> I majored in computer science and cognitive science. Oh shit! Those were, so, yeah, so, so, so I, yeah, I know what you're, you're talking gonna... about. I'm asking these questions so the public can get. Yeah, yeah so no, I'm following. So you. so I have I have a background in data analysis and and communications. Um, I mean, funny story. Funny story. One uh, I'll tell some other time. I stole a master's of communications degree. Um, but the uh, but yeah. So we so so we can talk some yeah, of the same. So language I was here. I was trying to get there because hey, okay, I've only so. heard like. Social mapping in terms of like neural network maps and data mining. So it's I was trying to get at, yes, data I was mining. trying to get data at data mining you, is what we're doing. Yes, this is big data. This is big data this. mining. Yeah, this is exactly okay. what I'm doing. But you don't have any, the county. any specific experience building the tools. You're just using the commercially available ones. To I use. mean, I mean, even the free ones. That yeah. could, I mean, the, there's the a ton, free academically. Can... No, but I'm also I'm also hiring professionals to to program. Like I I, okay. have, the, I have the expertise to 
to work a professional through coding it to do what I want it to do. Yeah. You're overseeing the project knowing the direction. For yeah, it. yeah. I can okay. I I can do that. I can I I have enough background that like with an instruction manual I can do it myself. But god, that would take time. So long. Time investment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I I I suffer from I mean, I I benefit from insomnia, so I like I I get two work days really in a day. So I mean, yeah. That's but, what I was trying to get at. I was just trying to get a feel for your for your back, yeah, your direct background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I've I have enough background that I could I could follow the coding instructions yeah. on any given tool. But oh my god, no! I'm I'm hiring a professional that already knows the tool the tools that that I have. Um, there's I, we haven't settled on on the NLP tool because right now we're working on phase one, which is which is just a custom data scraper. It's just good old Python like web form interaction and anonymizer sanitizer and 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 then thrown in a repeat. Yeah, you're just in the collection phase right now. Yeah, yeah. And I mean right now the analysis phase is me. <laughs> like and and the database is small enough that I can still read all the documents or or now so the you're coalition. Hand, you're hand combing these documents right now that you're scraping. I have been. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but also like a coalition has formed. Forums have just gone up. People are also pulling out documents and being like what the hell is this one? I, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. So so uh we've we've just launched a forum on the site where people are are able to like start pulling out documents and talking about that. There's uh uh, but yeah, like current currently, it's just been me pulling out like this one is one where we violated the const- the state constitution with an illegal loan. <laughs> so you're you're applying these tools to county documents in the yeah. hopes of finding more mismanagement. More no, we're gonna find the clicks. So with... you're trying to find the connections between people yeah. in these positions. Yeah, we're gonna find so. First, again, because I don't want to feel, I don't want want people to feel like I hate everybody with Dawson County paycheck. The 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 first and most common thing that this that the system will do is going to be highlight people that are crushing it, that that are doing the hell out of their jobs because they will have green lights on every on, on every check mark. They will like every interaction. You know, they will have. Uh, because you, you know you can weight positive and negative interactions you can you can track the process of like and then the project died over at this desk and and you can also see oh look at the stack of projects that have died over on this desk and then you can see look at this hero over here that has rescued 10 of these projects off of this desk you know that's that, that's the sort of thing that we're going to be able to track with the second, uh, with well, with the with the cap tool, and that that one I have I have uh, settled on. It's called Maltigo. Maltigo.com. It's got a it's got a free version, folks. Like commercially available. Just go nuts. Um, and that is that program terrifies me. That that like every time I use that, I am staring in to the abyss where privacy used to live. <laughs> I don't think people realize just how vulnerable. Everything is once you are connected to the internet. Nobody reads their terms of service. <laughs> and especially what freaked me out when I was building that tool for Twitter is just how willing they are to give you the information. Oh, yeah. Just how willing. And Pennies. information on everyone. Pennies. I didn't so, even have to pay because I, <laughs> I was a student at the time. So they were just going to give me un, basically unfettered access to, to the API oh, and let me scrape for whatever I, keywords accounts related to certain things whatever and anybody can do that you just have to know what's available yeah well (laughs) so So, in doing this yeah um, in in doing this what are you hoping to find through these connections once you build this map and find who's who's talking to who and who's doing what 
Um, so, so we'll be able to find... So if you find a cluster of people who, in, in, of the, in between themselves, only have positive interactions or very limited negative inter interactions, but they do seem to have targeted as a group positive and negative interactions in other things, then you've found a click. And then, and, and, and I mean, when I, when I talk about the old boys networks, like that that's what what people reference that's what that means it's a clique of people this is the good old boys who, club who don't hold each other accountable and actively attack people viewed negatively by any anyone inside the group right that's an old boys network your your enemy is my enemy your friend is my friend right somebody did my buddy a favor and so I, and and these these are not unnatural social connections it's the way our brains are wired to go but it's not appropriating government work <laughs> right it's it's a great way to have a community on a hill right if you know everybody everybody knows what what you know if we're talking academically about it we would be talking about like social credit uh you know how much how much someone has put in socially into into a thing but that doesn't always translate into effectively managing tax money because that's relationship management that's people's feelings that's doing them favors and sometimes that favor is not holding them accountable for screwing up and so they'll do it again because they didn't learn a lesson the lesson they learned was i have a friend who's not going to call me out or the lesson they learned is that person who was calling me out is going to get shut out by all my friends Right, that's that's a toxic workplace environment. That is a recipe for widespread failure. So what is but what is the hope in doing this? Once you've got the connections, is the hope to find more more documents surrounding that, like giving you a place to look to find evidence to bring forth litigation? Well, I or? mean, it already did that once, right? Like I've already I've already got enough through whistleblowers and docu documents to to. Demand so the the lawsuit like if it goes if if we don't get to do this with dignity what I'm going to be demanding is it's what's called the root of mandamus and that is uh, hey the government has not applied its own rules to itself it should do that what do you think judge I agree stamp and then they go and review and apply their own rules to themselves usually with some some state or or court ordered observer to make sure they don't screw it up again that's one th that that is one way to redress any of these things some of them are some of them are a, ma a matter of federal money <laughs> i mean some some of them are, are going to be le legitimate federal cases depending on on how much bubbles up depending on what all these problems have, like a lot of them, there's already corrective action being taken, like things that have happened in the last couple of years on KPD's watch. There's a lot of corrective action currently being taken. People aren't very comfortable with that because uh, it's very widespread. <laughs> um, again, and, and again, this isn't, this isn't like a small conspiracy. This is ruffling a whole bunch of these clusters of people across county government. Groups that don't even necessarily like each other but are all invested in not having them or their friends being held accountable for for, for one of these just f 
fire hose of violations. Just, I mean, it's, I haven't even gotten all the documents yet. I'm only almost halfway through everything that, that, that was identified and is still being processed by, by the AC and the county and, re- and being redacted and all that. I've only gotten the things that were the easiest to get out. <laughs> That they don't have to redact names, or they don't have to don't have to pull, uh, you know, put it through county council to make sure it's legal to put out. This is just the stuff that was easy, <laughs> and it, it's almost half. Like the last half, like just gonna keep getting worse because it's gonna be finally the stuff that that I'm gonna have to pull teeth for. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's there's gonna be legal ramifications maybe electoral ramifications there's going to be i would i mean i just want my county to run so what is the why again what is the why for the social map because that's obviously it takes a lot of work yeah is it just for the public to see these clusters yeah okay yeah so, so it's not because you already have so, the proof so, for that when I, so, so that i'm just not a crazy conspiracy theorist with a charlie map that i have like displayable data this is the problem this map these red clusters these things here if this was a computer network you would be replacing those servers or at least giving them some heavy maintenance like what the hell's going on with the operating system it's another thing this that same technology uh, uh does the same like uh mapping of of computer clusters for uh, social network clusters it's all the same tech we're gonna really geek out on the computer science at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> but um, but yeah, just just so that I'm just not some some just another void, crazy conspiracy theorist like blah 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 old boys network really screwed around. Like no, let's it's not a myth. It's not it, it's it's not just like the fog. You, you you can see it. You can grab it. Like it's. It's right there. Because that's how people are going to paint. I'm sure you've already been painted that way to some extent. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, sure. Like, there's already there there's already been a concerted effort um, to 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 discredit things I things I say, and because I'm very careful about what I say and always have documentation to back it up, boy, it sure blows up real fast. Because like, blah blah blah, show some proof. Blam! Here's a document. This is what I was talking about. This thing right here, um, and. You know, that's that's just because of, I guess, who I am as a person. <laughs> you sound uh, a lot like KPD in that regard. That that was a recurring theme that she brought up. Was well, I'm not going to attach my name to it unless I know for sure. Yeah, it's called integrity. <laughs> you that can't. It's a foreign concept now. You can't train it. See, okay, so one one of the reasons that that this big media push has been easy, aside from all these factors, and aside from that it's people who are who already have longstanding media connections, it's that Karen's a really good accountant. She's a really good accountant. She's a fan. She's a great auditor controller. She's everything I want there. What she's not is a good politician. <laughs> Her public facing it 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 can be misconstrued. She goes it's about, true. yeah. It's true. She's very sincere. She's far too honest for her own good. It's it's not what people expect from a politician, and and you know so so she doesn't know how to get these things out in the media. She be, and and also just the the apparatus of media is is a hundred percent against her. We 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 live in in first headline first story maybe a correction or an update 
no follow-ups. And if there is a follow-up, it's because somebody is constantly poking at your at your uh, at your reporter. It's because somebody is actively putting it out there, right? Because I mean, re- reporters are busy. Journal journalists, like especially print journalists, like they've got four stories on on three deadlines, like, um, and their editors not not paying them to to. to jump down rabbit holes and see what what might be there no they've got they need a reporter out on this on this other story right now so i get that but i'm not a journalist (laughs) i i i'm a concerned citizen that has the time to dump into this and that is motivated enough by pure vengeance frankly that i'll i'll burn the money that's fine vengeance should be costly if it was free, I would do it all the time. God forbid I made money on vengeance. Ugh. <laughs> it does feel almost like a conspiracy, though. Even in talking about it, when you start to say, yeah, the media is against her. Yeah, all these public-facing individuals oh, are against her. It's not It's not the... See, again, we're, t- we're talking about the, the apparatus of the media is set in such a way that any story that is long and involved... And, and takes multiple follow-ups and is only sensational at the beginning. Like there's no payout. Nobody's gonna click on the fourth story in the series of what the hell went on with the Parse program. So you're saying, in regards <laughs> to the media, it's not so much that they're inclined to go against KPD. It's that the incentives are there to go against it. Yeah. First and second. I mean, we have we have as an American culture leaned hard toward access journalism versus investigative journalism, right? People have their sources. They give them good things. They don't want to cross their sources or lose that access, right? That's so, so, and again, some of that's just human nature. Some of it is a little self-serving and just part of the career. Uh, But so, so you don't piss off your sources. <laughs> so it means that certain people have access. And, and the thing is, this is once again, when they're gaining that access in an official capacity, that is over the line. That's what I'm suing for. <laughs> if, if off hours without their, their, uh, title attached on their personal device. They are saying things to a reporter. Fine. Awesome. Any violation of one of those, those notes, if you're doing it from your office on county time uh, with a meeting with two other county employees uh, to, to get a negative document out there as soon as possible, even maybe before Karen has gotten it in more than one instance, for instance, well, now we're talking about using you using diverting or denying government resources in order to accomplish an electoral goal. That's fucking illegal. (laughs) That's, that's a, person in the government putting their thumb on the scale using my tax dollars right that's not okay and so in the case of your lawsuit against the county yeah you have witnesses yeah. willing to testify that's huge 
do those witnesses have proof, solid proof, or is it just their testimony? I have been pointed at documents. Um, the thing is, they they can't be made public because most of them are under personnel, right? Or 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 are uh, like under cover of county council. They're the sort of thing that can be brought out in a lawsuit's discovery phase, but can't just be like. Hey, throwing it hey, out. Hey, county there. public records. I would like, yeah. yeah. Um, one fun thing that I do um, is that uh, the uh, it, it's it's a link called "Who's Asking," and that is uh, every, uh, years back and every week uh, the coalition requests the list of who made a public record request, what they requested, and what they got. Because uh, you know, it's nice to know who wants to know. Uh, plus. It, it's questions that we may not have thought to ask that all go in the database. Like more communications, the, the more raw data, the better, right? Especially for these large analysis projects, this big data stuff. Um, I didn't realize walking in that you had this background. So I was like, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, let's see. One thing we were finding in those PRAs. Let me get, let me get back on track. The, 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 the the computer data stuff is just so enticing. I just want to. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, oh, um, you find some crazy stuff in there of, of stuff that people people try to request. That was the that was the whole point of that diversion was that like I you know um, people who know that they can't get the documents but they just want to make the request. I see a lot of Ryan Burns in there, but like I would like this personnel document. No, you can't. Um, but, you know, you got to ask just in case it slips through, right? Uh, there's, a, you know, clearly there's a, there's a whole host of other politically motivated uh, uh, and targeted public records requests against KPD in, in those lists. Um, and there's also things like there's one but that's not even a records request. It was just somebody accusing someone of murder <laughs> they were just using the public records to like you the county listed this as a suicide but i know for a fact it's not i, I just like telling this whole story it's not a request but it's in the public records list now you're just like screaming <laughs> in the void yeah just you know f fascinating things you find in public records that are you know it's all human it's all humans trying to interact with their government at some point um, but the how and why of it sometimes is fun. But um, but yeah, you, there are lots of things that you just can't get in a public records request, and seeing what gets denied in a public record request is interesting too, right? What what data gets redacted? That's also data. Um, yeah. Pro tip: at the end of your public records request, always ask for an index of all uh, redacted items and and just like a list of what they were and why they're redacted. Any data is data. Uh, so. I can get to them through a lawsuit, though, right? Through the process of discovery, the court can get to all of it, right? I can, I can subpoena people who, have, who, who are working in the county and can't talk about what they're doing for fear of retaliation or because, you know, they're, they're working under an NDA or, or their, uh, you know, their management level and there's, they're bound not to speak about certain things unless I subpoena them. So, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of, 
of things that aren't easily av- and it's and it's good that they're not because it's because it's things that could be abused. It's personal information. It's personnel information. It's you know it's it's sensitive stuff. So so you know I I am okay with not having full access to every aspect of a county servant's life. Um, you know they're citizens too, uh, but uh, through the court I can I can breach a, I can I can break through a lot of that. Um, which is, which is when I, I know exactly where to look because of all these whistleblowers. I know exactly where to look. <laughs> I, I know the dates of the meetings. I know, I know, I know things that I will find in the minutes. I, I, I have people willing to testify to personal conversations Right. The only thing you can't really track is two people in a room without a microphone. Yeah, here's said. Like that exists anymore. A room without a microphone. <laughs> Fun thing. If it's a county device that has a microphone on it and they've given permission to an app to just use their microphone all the time to like one of those apps that does that shady like grabs it whenever a voice records like tiktok or google that's a big one right google's a big one yeah you know why there's why your search bar always knows exactly what you're about to ask it's because you just said it out loud anyway (laughs) um so all that microphone data that's public record if it's on a if it's been through a county phone so even even but would you have to try to you would have to go through that yeah, organization to try a, to get because it's a conversation yeah. about a personnel issue it would get redacted and rightfully so unless i'm doing unless i'm going through the courts right and and so so you know the limits of what we can do with public with, with immediately publicly available data versus what we have to sue to get and that and that's also you know part of part of what we're going to accomplish with the coalition is you know when we find these places that need correction you know, litigation can be the answer. Negotiation to bring forth those could be the answer. Stuff. Like after after the after this, I have a feeling they're going to take us a lot more seriously. But well, I would imagine because if you're telling if what you're saying is true, mm-hmm. it sounds like a bombshell. It sounds mm-hmm. it sounds like a bombshell. The problem is, yeah. And this was the same problem I was having with I, like, Karen. Is until t- the until it's the hard proof. I'm a proof guy. Yeah. Like I've get the sense 100%. you are too i just want to know the truth because i don't i don't do well with the bullshit with the lies I, i'm not that kind of guy mm-hmm. and guy. this yeah <laughs> it's hard hearing you say that because i want to be like oh shit i i'm show line and sinker yeah <laughs> but i gotta see the proof amen amen A- and i want to show it to you <laughs> look, look, i sincere like there was one person that after the conversation, I like I hung up the phone, I took a deep breath, and then I flat out just skeletor laughed for four solid minutes. Like I felt balls in my hand that I could squeeze. Um, it was like there, there's it's big and there's a lot of it, and I I absolutely want to put it out there. I, but I want it to get fixed more than I want to make a splash with it. So at this moment in time, the county still has the option to do this with some dignity. And if they choose to do so, 
I don't want to have already sabotaged their their ability to. So do it do it with some dignity in terms of quietly and in house. Like as but isn't long that as a, isn't that a problem? Isn't doing it in house? Doesn't that no, almost no, no. negate I mean, what they actually did? Doesn't the public deserve to know on some level? Because if they if they do it and then they fix it quietly under the rug, isn't that kind of a problem? Don't you think? I mean. If it's fixed, accountability, but it does. If it's a if it's a private, if it was you and me, and I did some shady shit, and we agreed to do it, you know, Mm -hmm. hey, I'll handle it. Um, that I agree with. But when it's an elected official, I almost feel like the true power comes to the people when they are aware of it and they see it. Definitely with elected officials. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. With public servants, I do want to have a softer glove because they're, they are valued professionals with real skills. They didn't win a popularity contest for the most part. They, (laughs) there, there's a few that are just, uh, but, uh, but we need them. Like we need but them to we, be doing. We need the good, good ones. Yes, we, we do. don't need the bad ones that we have to correct, correct. into doing good. That's we correct. need the good ones. That's correct. And you know, I mean, I'm open to a lot of a lot of creative solutions that fix the problems. Perhaps replacements in leadership. Perhaps just some general shakeups. It doesn't have to be heads rolling down the county steps. That's what I want to see. Me too. Being, if, Me too. If I'm but being I completely just want to be reasonable. Just because I, I don't like bullies and I don't like people that misuse power. Amen. That like fundamentally on my core, that Amen. like that's the shit that. Yeah. It eats me up at night. Yeah, there's a punk rock. There, there's a punk in me with a handful of safety pins. In, in, and that's in not every, to say yeah. I don't buy into the whole we need to burn down the system. Those, that level of anarchy is is too much for me because sure. I I don't think people recognize when they say that that in doing that a lot of peop a lot of good people get hurt exactly when you burn down the system and people don't realize how hard it is to actually build something. It's far easier to yeah. just smooth it out and do what it was in tended to do in the first yeah, place yeah, function it is, properly it, it is much much but easier I, to correct than to destroy build. yeah destroy oh, and start over it's easier to destroy than to it's do anything it's easier but in the long term yeah. it's not and like, that and that is why i'm i'm a little cagey and careful about how my hand gets tipped right now especially in the public eye because it is so easy to destroy and you feel like you, if you released what you had, it would destroy. It would hurt the whistleblowers one hundred percent, and the and those people more than anybody are the best ones in this entire equation. I'm not a good person. No, the people, I'm, none of the people I'm targeting are good people. Those people are just doing their fucking job and don't deserve any of the shit they get. It would hurt them in the sense that they would immediately be retaliated against. First and foremost, that is a pattern that has happened over and over and over and over. Like half of the, a solid half of the whistleblowers that that I'm dealing with have been retaliated against. So the challenge for you, you don't want to go public necessarily because you don't want the public to see it. You don't want the whistleblowers to get hurt. I can take all the heat that people want to give me. I have zero ambition to county rule. I have nothing writing in the in the I don't I don't get any contracts from the county. I don't I don't draw any paycheck from the county. Nobody in my family does. There's no no incentive or threat. 
that that they can that they can bring to me other than maybe physical violence. And you know what? I'm a pretty big guy. I see on the cameras. I, you know, I go to Aikido every week. I try to stay fit. I'm a little, a little extra, but uh, you know, I lift some weights, do my thing. My, my, my wife, my my uh, wife's dad owns a gun store. You know, I mean, if it, if it comes down to it, we got a lot of friends. But I don't think it will because this is all civil discourse and it's all about politics. But. I mean, there's a lot riding on it. There's a lot of people's pride riding on it. But I really, really, really have to be responsible with other people's safety and their paychecks and their family's well-being, right? People, people, when, when I when I showed up and said, I'm not just going to talk about it, I'm going to be about it, I'm going to do something about this, people trusted me with, with information that could implicate them, right? And which is huge, which is huge, which is huge. And I'm a fucking outlaw. I respect that. Like I hold a a lot of people's secrets, a lot of shit I don't talk about. Uh, And and that's the level of care that I have to treat that information. Right. Because if I let something specific slip that could only be known by a small handful of people. Right of the dozens that I've talked with, like they get they get sniped, <laughs> they get they 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 get iced out of their job, they get you know they get they get the KPD treatment. Right. I think what I struggle with is, it's almost like somebody's dangling the proof that you need right in front of you, and like it's I right know. there, and you're like I can I, know. I can almost <laughs> grab it, and I feel and you know what the moment. I could, I can make any of this public. I will go ahead and promise you first, uh, first tips. Okay. Right. So what, in order for it to be kept, um, not quiet, what did, what word did you use in order for it to be kept diplomatic? I guess you could say. Yeah. What is, what does that look like? What do they have to do in order for it to stay that? What are you expecting to get out of it? Well, first thing is knock the fuck off. <laughs> in in this specific lawsuit, in this specific case, in step terms one is of... step one is knock it the fuck off. Knock quit, what quit, off? Quit the quit quit using the county chambers to electioneer. Right? Quit leaking documents to the media before KPD sees them. Quit the 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 weekly attempt at at going on. You can't call the harpies off. That monkey's already out of the bag. All the people that are all the, the people that they've that they've already riled up and the, that they've already given this misinformation and disinformation narrative to on county time. They can't unfuck the culture of aggression toward the office that they've fostered for four years or more. That that's not going to happen immediately without. Well, we talked about some accountability. <laughs> I re- I really like personally, really, just uh, heads roll down the county steps. Like like I want I want people falling on on their swords. I want I want just carnage because <laughs> this shit is bullshit and it's on my dime. Um, they're all fucking fired as far as I'm concerned, but. <laughs> There are valuable services at play. There, there are people's lives and livelihoods. There are a lot of people in this crossfire that just got fed a line of bullshit and didn't think to question their friend's integrity. 
And parsing that from the people who have been actively fomenting this is important. So. And so done quietly in the sense that you wouldn't take it to trial. You wouldn't. That's how, yeah, that's how they avoid the, the court case. There's, yes. the, there's, there's, there's a county discipline book. The, when you fuck up, this is county disciplinary measures. These are the things that county, the county will do to discipline certain levels of fuck up. Sometimes it's retraining. Sometimes it, it's not retraining. <laughs> Sometimes it's you're out. Uh, but there's, you know, there's different levels for different things. And if, and if it's applied reasonably, that's all I'd be asking for in the court case is the writ of mandamus. Apply your disciplinary procedures to this matter immediately. And we're done here. Are, are you worried that if it does go that way and it is handled diplomatically and they do do that, that they're just going to start fucking up? No, because that's just on to the next thing for me. That's just the first correction. That doesn't address invoice problems. That doesn't address all of the other fire hose of issues. That doesn't address the complaint on DHHS that we mentioned. That doesn't address any of that. That addresses a group of people putting their thumb on the scale to avoid being held accountable. And that's all. There's so that's hundreds. just one. That's just one problem. That's being just addressed one by the law problem. Too. That's just that's just the most immediate and most egregious that must end. That must end now. All of the rest. I mean, I have. It's going to take me a few years to build the, to build and and analyze the database to my satisfaction. Like, well, maybe not years. With the pros I got on, you know, maybe a year, eighteen months. Like, we could get we could get the the machine up to minimum viable product and humming. But it's going to take. I mean, you know, this is this is years worth of change we're talking about. This is an immediate correction. I the the people keep thinking that my goal is the Q, KPD campaign. No. <laughs> Like, if Dillingham wins, well, that's just another person on the list whose communications I'm monitoring now. That's just another person whose email I live in. Um, KPD is, is having her in office is better for the county, and it's better for my efforts, certainly, because she's not going to get less hate. <laughs> <clears throat> but, I mean, it's it's one piece of a very, very long campaign that is aimed at correcting that culture that I'm talking about. And so if it doesn't get done quietly, when would this be expected to go to trial? Because you haven't filed, you haven't filed the lawsuit yet. It's just an intent. We're still within, well, we just hit the end of the 10 business days that they had to respond and I've heard nothing as expected. So, um, now the, the paperwork's being prepared, lawyers are being gathered, like we're, there's phases to it. Um, I've been joined by one co-plaintiff. I expect I might draw others, um, uh, totally open to it. If anybody wants to, wants to come in <laughs> swinging with me, but, uh, um, no, I mean, you know, funds are being, funds are being gathered and spent. The, the, it's moving right now. Like. I'd like to get something filed by next week, uh, but you know we're we're in communication with lawyers to to see how quickly we can and should make it happen. Do you expect them to agree to that and handle it by their own accord, or do you think it's going to have to get to the point where some heads start rolling for them to actually take notice? 
To be fair, this might what? I I'm just giving it giving that that question some reasonable thought. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? Uh, I didn't anticipate the podcast that I did with Karen Paz Dominguez to reach them, and it did. <laughs> so something tells me that it is it is more probable than not that this might get to them. I don't know if that's gonna imp- do oh, anything. Sure. No, it's uh um. But do you the- think it's gonna have to get to that point? Do you think they're gonna ignore <sighs> it until people start going down and they say, "Oh fuck, we have no choice but to do something about this." Okay, so from what I've observed, their f- their first response is going to be to go quiet and hope I go away. Because if you notice, I don't know if you noticed that last board meeting where, so my public com- my my letter of intent was submitted as a public comment to an objectionable to another objectionable item on the agenda, which was. Which was the um, the Workforce Development Board uh, has a cash hold and they want to write a letter to resolve it. But it was titled Workforce Development Board's Issues with KPD and attached to it was a quote-unquote fact sheet that was just full of bullshit, was called out by multiple supervisors as this is an unacceptable report. And I had... Already, like that was after the letter of intent to sue, and and notice that uh, some some of the supervisors were real quiet during that conversation, <laughs> um, and it's because they knew that that they fucked up and they were being watched. Like they they knew they had to correct the behavior. So I think the first thing they're they're going to do, and I appreciate it, is knock it the fuck off. Because it's unacceptable, they know it's unacceptable, and now they've been called out on it. Or maybe they don't. I don't know. My my hope is that the first thing they do is at least not make it worse for themselves. But but you asked me what I expect. <laughs> but I do I do expect that county council has has showed this to them and said knock it off. Um, and, and that they're, they've at least taken that part seriously. There's there's more than one co-plaintiff now. Like it's, um, well, I mean me and a co-plaintiff, there's more than one plaintiff now. So do I expect them to then hold anyone accountable for this behavior? Oh, hell no. That's a strong no. There's no unequivocal, no expectation because the whole problem is people not holding their friends accountable. <laughs> that is that is the, the seed of the problem that we're talking about. So do I expect them to immediately and forthwith uproot that whole problem? Hell no. <laughs> so you think this is going to go to trial? I think they're going to make me push harder to get any real accountability. And I will. I mean, I'm, yeah. <laughs> this is this isn't just fun and games for me. This is this is this is you fucked with my word. You fucked with my integrity. You made me into a liar. Your failure made my assurances to my friends, my colleagues, and my honored elders less true. That's not okay. So there's nothing they can do to make me stop. And this is all because they fucked with the cannabis industry. Yeah. (laughs) 
they abjectly failed. They smothered it in its crib. There is, they've done lethal damage to the whole industry. I, I am not confident that Humboldt's cannabis industry will ever flourish the way it should have. I'm not 100% positive it's going to recover from the last couple of years. So, yeah, what am I going to do about it, right? <laughs> this. <laughs> the, this, the, the same culture led to those same failures. So, I'm going to light that on fire, <laughs> right? A selective burn, you know, like you do with forest management. You don't set the whole thing on fire, just the shit that's the problem. Yeah. That's the thing. I'm big on accountability and people make mistakes. That's a real thing. And you have right. to give people the room to grow from their mistakes. But it's there's true. a difference between making a mistake and correcting it and just choosing to play outside of the lines. It's how I can judge the integrity of a person by what they do when they fuck up. Right. So once upon a time, a long, long time ago, uh, my first foray into anything political or, or really even like communication analysis, socio-ecological was through opposition research. It's a very specific line in, 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 in a, a, a political budget or, or a corporate budget. What you are doing is this person is going to oppose this thing I'm doing. I need information on them to make them not do that. Whether they personally want to step out of my way or not, right? It's dirty work. It is dirty work. Um, and I don't like doing it. I stopped. <laughs> it is not the path I chose for my life, but here I am back to it. Um, but the, it, one of the, the core sayings, like one of, one of the things you learn in training is it's never the fuck up. It's the cover up. That's right? the thing, right? It's not when somebody messes up that you can hit them on because, oh, honest mistake. I took these things to correct it. I, 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 I honestly corrected my mistake. I apologize to the people I apologize to. If somebody handles the mistake correctly, you never bring it up because the response to it makes them look good because good people handle mistakes a certain way. But other people don't. <laughs> other people try to hide it. They bully other people into hiding it. They, they commit worse offenses <laughs> to hide the thing they did, right? And that's always the one that gets them. That's always the one that gets them. But, um, yeah, I mean, the it, it's not the fuck up. It's the cover up. I, I, an honest mistake, honestly corrected, that's, that's great. <laughs> you, that's just human nature. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you fixed the thing. It's fixed now. It's done. You're not going to, it's not going to happen again. Yeah. Everybody's going to make mistakes. Yeah. I screw up all the time. If I fix it, my wife still loves me. (laughs) Um, And if I don't, well, I haven't tested the theory yet. I love you. Don't want to find out. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So that's kind of the, the, the operative theory on that. And, and again, it's why. It's why I can't just like come in here with, a, with Guns 10 blazing. other people like, I brought my whistleblowers, tweet. No. I mean, You're being very deliberate about how you go about it. I have to be. I have to be for, for the safety of some people involved because the culture we're talking about is is a toxic workplace environment. 
if if this was a private corporation, holy balls. Like it's almost worse though because it's public funds. It's a hundred percent worse because it's public funds. I can choose not to shop at fucking Starbucks because they have all these workplace issues. I can't choose not to pay taxes. Yeah. Well, I you could. could. Try. <laughs> it would not I end well. I could try. Yeah. Right. Right. I wouldn't want to test that. Theory. Right. I'll call the Bundys. That's <laughs> uh, the the federal. Uh, never mind. The. It was a thing a couple of years ago, but I don't know how much you follow the right-wing news. Yeah, oh, no, it's the it's the guy whose family camped out on federal land, refusing to pay some taxes. Oh, on I his did. That was in Oregon or something, right? Oregon and Washington, Oregon? and now he's a little darling of the right. I did hear about that, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, no, I mean, um, yeah, anyway. Do you think, I know we kept going back to it being this small group, almost like a cancer in the body, right? It's, it's a small, powerful group. It's not even a small, powerful group. It's a number of cliques distributed across multiple departments, So some of whom are, are you know, work well together, some of whom don't. Um, and, and it can be generally fluid, um, but not thoroughly in, oh, uh, uh, in 2006, there was, um, I mean, it was 2016. It, I recently discovered that somebody at Humboldt state, uh, did their master's thesis work on something very similar. They were tracking pa- power dynamics within the County. Um, I haven't digested their whole master's thesis yet, but, uh, but, but, a lot of the same names and relationships are popping up. Is that available online, that thesis? 100%, yes. Where, where can you uh, find? I'm going to have to dig into Dr. that. Dr. Jared. I, Jared Krause. He's now, I believe, Dr. Jared Krause. If I've stocked him correctly, I haven't made contact with him. So sorry if this sounds creepy and you hear this, but uh, but I think he's a therapist in the Bay now, if if, if, I have, if I have stocked his career correctly, his trajectory from there. But yeah, he did, a, he did his master's thesis in, uh, in the sociology department on, on uh, power network tracking and, and you know. It was, Turned it towards the county. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, who could get, who could get projects approved and, and where, where money was moved. And well, that's been something that's been very alarming to me. I, mm-hmm. I've been doing a series of political podcasts, I guess, or bringing people on that have been in the political sphere as mm-hmm. of late. And a recurring theme when I've been talking to people outside of that sphere is that, oh yeah, there's corruption there's mismanagement of funds in the county yeah we all see it (laughs) it just seems to be a recurring theme that i've hit but why i what i don't understand is if everybody accepts that why is nothing being done about that because we all used to have the same secret the same secret of cannabis we all used to have the this whole county used to run on a great big secret that we all kept for and from each other for our own safety. And so you're saying that's the basis for all of this. I'm saying the reason a lot of this never got called out was because you're, you're pot growing and you're going to call that out. <laughs> well, that's true, right? The county has run, the cannabis industry is is basically the biggest sector of, of the county. It used I mean, to be. It, it used to be. But it was huge. Uh-huh. I mean, that's what ran the yeah. economy here was Everything. the cannabis industry before it was legalized. It's what made us recession proof in 2008. <laughs> Was was the massive cash economy here? I mean, it, and it and it wasn't, and it it was one of the very few things that wasn't wealth extractive. It was it was wealth generative. It was something that brought money and cash into the county and kept it there, rather than 
developed something in the county and the income and profit with it left to outside investors. It was one of the very few things that like the Titans of the Hill, the, you know, they, they bought at the local stores. They, they, they paid local taxes on what they could. Um, and you know, they, there was just a ridiculous amount of, of, uh, of nonprofit donation and, and things like, you know, the, that now are, are tracked as, do, as business donations from the people who can make them and, and the people who aren't doing the businesses, I mean, can only barely afford, like the, that's just gone now. That's, it's a whole thing in Humboldt that has evaporated, but that whole culture, that, that need for secrecy, that need not to be seen gave the government a level of distance from citizen accountability that made lot that made all these divergences possible, right? These aren't these aren't things people started doing in the last the last supervisor's administration. This started in the nineties, like that's the like pe- peeling um, authority off of the auditor controller's office and, and and beginning to do some shady things with the money. This has been going on for decades. It's and this is what I'm talking about. It's the culture. It's the way things have always been done. Like when <laughs> when multiple times with with uh, county employees that that are uh, that that try to call me to task on on KPD. I, I I like when I call them out on these specific things. They're like, well, she doesn't know what she's doing. That's just the way we do it. I'm like, that's the problem. Is that that's the way we do it. Don't you understand what you have just told me is that you're fine with the problem. (laughs) But because, I mean, if you you didn't have a farm, you had family on a farm, you worked on a farm, you sold off a farm, you trimmed on a farm, you you ran a school that, or worked from a school that got hundreds of thousands of dollars from from farm over the course of a couple of years like you depended on these things and so if you then go start start poking at the government you know like you have this huge gaping weakness this thing this secret that you feel like if the government shines any light on it will destroy your life because depending on where you are in that chain it might so citizens for decades were very laissez-faire on their government. You know, there were a few that were highly involved that like felt like they were safe enough or secure enough or had, had, you know, entered into that early, uh, gray market in, in medicinal, um, that, that could get involved or felt safe getting involved, but even those got slapped down a lot. And of course, nobody, there was all the social pressure that you couldn't take those people seriously, those dirty growers, um, which I like that that's changing some, not fast enough for my tastes. But because the the citizen oversight wasn't there and the county for decades stripped the official oversight out, yeah, we have all these, we have all these, inherent habitual problems people have been trained in illegal methods <laughs> well that's the way i learned how to do it 20 years ago <laughs> yeah i never thought about the fact that all of this shit has really been built upon a shady foundation 
Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah, I mean it would I mean it's the most it, it is the most important cultural component of Humboldt County for the last 40 years is is Well, it's what we're known for. If you ask right? anybody that's not from here yep. and you bring up Humboldt County, they're like, "Oh, weed." Yep. That's our connection <laughs> to the outside world. Yeah. I mean, then they mentioned the Redwoods. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a... always a second. That never comes first, though. <laughs> right? Did you know it's a rainforest? What? <laughs> but, yeah, it's uh, the, the it, not, and not only because, you know, that's it's been our cash crop forever, but because culturally, it's it has been ingrained in the culture, for better or for worse. If you, And the other half of it is somebody next door to the dirtiest fucking farm in Humboldt County or, or, you know, as far as they've ever seen. And so their picture of growers is, is a certain, certain way and, 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 you know, pushing in that same direction. But a lot of those folks own a lot of land and because they were never involved in that secret or were opposed to it, they had safer access to mechanisms of government they had safer access to you know the basic benefits of citizenship first class citizens you might call them <laughs> so and and that remains ingrained and that that is and that specific attitude is is a lot of what killed the cannabis industry or has done fatal damage. They're not all dead. There's, there's a lot of them still trucking, and a lot that have gone back to the unregulated market. And you know, there's you know, humble humble farmers are very resilient. They'll do what they do. Um, get as many through. My my goal has always been to get as many many of them through the process, and and you know, into a healthy, secure place as soon as possible. County's goal has not been that. So. Well, I mean, the fact that it's not federally legal yet is yeah, just laughable. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, and um, there's upsides and downsides to that, though. I of mean, taking it oh, federally legal? Yeah, just like there were upsides and downsides of taking it state legal, <laughs> right? I mean, Prop 64 was deeply flawed, deeply flawed. Uh, you know, the tax structures involved, all these things. It did do some good things. A lot of people aren't in cages now. Not everybody. A lot of people but a lot shouldn't of people. be in cages still are. Yeah. 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 Not, not everybody is out, but there have been some, some focused efforts, uh, you know, and some of it funded by the cannabis industry. There's, you know, but it, it didn't do it right. We have seen that in the market. Like there's... There's a wave of suicides in the in the in the industry right now. Like has been. For, oh, I hadn't uh, heard about over, that. Yeah, well, you don't, because <laughs> you know it's quiet. It's people's people's personal trauma and pain. Families don't like to talk about it. Friends don't like to talk about it. We all know it's happening. Like it's it's a thing. People are dying, and it's, and it's because their farms are stuck. They're losing. They're going to lose their land. They're going to lose their farm. They're not going to be able to feed their families. They feel like failures. Suddenly, the, they've had nothing but success their entire life in this, and all of a sudden, it's dry. And and then there's a pandemic, and then there's all these other mental health, you know, like crushing weights going on just from living in a society right now. Yeah, it's 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 a lot for a lot of people, and not a, not everybody's taking it very well. Are you worried that this is going to get buried? That even if you go through with the trial, yeah, it's just not going to go anywhere? Because the media, I mean, the media is a big component in this. Well, see, I'm not relying on the media though, right? I I, I can. I can 
go ahead and hire a blogger. I can get people to write these things. The forums are already, you know, getting people, getting these conversations going. It's already, I'm not get, I'm not pulling redheaded black belt traffic numbers or nothing, uh, but attention's there. I'm getting, you know, people are asking, I'm here on a podcast just talking about what I've been doing. <laughs> like, you know, for instance, um, the, I, the media, the traditional media channels aren't equipped to report on this, right? For the reasons we talked about, the 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 business and mechanism of delivering news, especially printed news, right now, is is, is not functional. Our, our fourth estate is busted. So we the four stories like this that are that are single and in depth and complicated and let's face it boring <laughs> um right yay government accounting let's break out some spreadsheets woo not everybody thinks like that and i understand but i'll be excited about it for you so so we can get it out there i mean get it, getting word out isn't the problem i don't have to run a national media campaign i'm not trying to change the world i can i can Okay, so, so here's here's here, here's here's one fun tactic. Just this is this is in maybe two years out. Big data, right? Targeted advertising, right? You can get it. You can target an advertisement to a specific person. I can, with, with the data, with, with enough data, only takes. 14 demographic markers to de-anonymize a data batch. So I can target county phones, target individuals who I know because of the data are involved in certain things. Very specific ad campaigns. Like just my eyes looking at them from every website they visit. Like... <laughs> If I wanted to, or, you know, like, I know that you have this data, click this button to anonymously blow the whistle. For instance, I don't need a broad media campaign. <laughs> I need the data and I can get to it. Or I can specifically target, you know, every voter in somebody's district. If I know they have something shady with the documents, right? Click here to read an analysis of how you got shafted in this last election cycle by your elected representative. Do you think that more people are going to come forward as as this becomes more publicized? Maybe. I mean, maybe. I I certainly haven't talked to everybody that knows <laughs> that knows some shady shit. I'll tell you that. There's definitely more people that know things. Whether they're going to come to me, I don't know. But the thing is, I, at a certain point, they don't have to. You almost don't even need it. It sounds like in your current situation, it sounds like you've got a lot. No, big deal. Maltigo, man. <laughs> so, no, I I can find... It, it would save me a lot of time if they did. But you, there's no stopping this. 
Like these balls are, already moving. No, I, I do keep having to tell my data techs like, no, this is 100% legal. I promise you this is legal. It's legal because I'm doing it to the government. If I was doing this to a private corporation without their consent, I'm a, this is corporate espionage. I can't like, this is all bullshit and I go to jail. <laughs> like I get hit with a lot of fines. Um, if I was doing this to a private citizen, I'm just the worst sort of stalker. Like just the worst. Right. If, if <laughs> but this is my government and it's fair game, right? This is my tax dollars. I pay all their paychecks. I mean, not me personally, cause I'm not that, I'm not rolling that hard, but you know, my, my money's in that wash. So all of this, all of this is fair game if I do it to the government. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's the death of privacy. <laughs> yeah. And in the one sense, we're lucky that we're alive now to be doing this because you have access to all of that information, mm-hmm. but it's scary. It's definitely scary. And I'm sure I don't have to tell you that as the one collecting it. You get to see a lot of shit. It's, well, we haven't even kicked it into super high gear yet. And I'm like, oh man, I'm not looking forward to all the dick pics, frankly. <laughs> like, cause I know, you think you're gonna have to come I know, a lot of that? you know, a hundred percent, you know, a hundred percent. There's a dozen guys out there at least that are sending dick pics on a County phone. Oh my you God. You know, for certain. And if you're listening, you know who you are and I'm going to race them now and knock it off. They're I'm shaking find in their boots here right now. <laughs> if they are doing it. I would hope they'd be smart enough to not do it on their county. (sighs) Putting a lot of faith in in people. Again, because it's a sense of entitlement. Because they don't think about that that this is wrong. They're in a position of power. They have status. This is their right. This is their privilege. They're entitled to this. They have nothing to hide. See, that feeds back into my desire to see heads roll. Yeah. Because when people start... Getting on that level, yeah. it's it's not hard law. not to. I knew I had something to hide. I hit it. I knew what to do. <laughs> but that also means I knew I, I know all the ways they're going to fail to hide it. <laughs> you know where to look. I know I know where to look. I know what I had to do to 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 erase myself from from the public eye. And I know they're not going that far. I mean, I had to give up. <laughs> I'm I'm here. I'm here under my real name as a citizen now. Well, that was not always the case. That was not always the life I lived. And Boy, the bigger the data got, the less it was an option. And now it's just not, right? There is no anonymity. There's no privacy. There's the illusion of privacy. Except for that, for that, that Orwellian thing we carry around in our pocket. Data, data collector that we, that we all have. <laughs> what do you make of this lawsuit that is being brought against KPD by the state? You think that's going to call some things into question or you think she's pretty well insulated from that i think it's such a little thing I think it's the fine is ten thousand dollars for yeah. her yeah two five thousand dollar fines and i believe yeah. two thousand dollar one for the yeah. county that was less than one of the trust funds that i saw that got cleared out that's less than that's scary that you just said that <laughs> that is less than what the county paid to outsource payroll which mm-hmm. didn't end up Working no. out. Yeah, sure. Cheryl Dillingham uh, put, let let payroll go out of the uh, the AC office while she was the interim AC director. When, oh, I didn't know that happened yeah, under Cheryl. After she was illegally appointed in violation of the Brown Act. 
You're going to have to expand on that because I did not know I, that. I mean that Rex Bone was called out and, and there was there was a whole thing. That, what is that, the Brown Act? Oh, the Brown Act is is uh, the legal way that elected officials have to uh, meet and, and how meetings are, are done. And it, it basically keeps people from like making backroom deals. It's the anti-backroom deal act, basically. Um, you know, for official business, there have to be X number of, of people. It's it's what sets the quorum. It sets a lot of the rules on on how the meetings operate. And, like, um, you know, it's why they can't just wander from agenda items off to whatever subject they want to do. There's a lot of rules set for, for how public officials can operate in a, a meeting. And with how they conduct county business, like consideration of an appointee and so a backroom deal happened to get cheryl appointed to yeah yeah that 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 is a matter of 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 settled law that complaint was filed and confirmed it was sustained that that was a violation of the brown act uh to because the the standard way is to when when uh, an official resigns, an elected official resigns, is to appoint the assistant until the election. And KPD was and the KPD assistant. And KPD was the assistant. But she was, she was also running. So there was there was a little like, but what do now? Because, I mean, that's a legitimate question. Yeah, you know, like, understandable. Um, but the the thing to have done would be to, to appoint her. <laughs> the thing not to do is to having... It is to call Cheryl Dillingham ahead of time and say, I'm going to appoint you. I, I'm, I want you to be at this meeting because I'm going to appoint you instead. And then make a big show of, oh, but maybe if we want to shake things up a, a bit, uh, is, uh, oh, is that is that Cheryl Dillingham I see in the back there? Back and watch the meeting. And Rex did that? That was Rex. And it's been documented that That's he called her ahead of time? That's all out there? That's all out there. Jesus. Yeah, but nobody pays any fucking attention. Because who has the who has the phone numbers of all the media? If this was a, <laughs> a movie about political corruption, this would be the point where we get offed. <laughs> this is this would be that point. I mean, it feels like that, though, does it? I don't know about for you, because you've been in this world I'm, longer yeah, than I have. I'm just stepping into it, and it feels like the deeper I step, the more I fall into this "what the fuck is happening" mindset. Because hearing you say that, I, I did a lot of digging to get Karen on. That didn't come up anywhere. That <laughs> <Yeah>. that <laughs> that didn't come up anywhere. Or one full source. I'll do it. No, I believe you. I mean, it's out <laughs> it, it there. It was reported. It's yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. That so was, people that was can check reported. to see. If yeah, it's... but see, the other thing is, again, like like the media apparatus that we have in in America, we have we have a seven second fucking retention on. Like, oh, next headline. Blow. Look at Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Blow. What? See, that's my Jenny Thomas. Blow. <laughs> what the hell's going on? That's my fear, though. Is boring that county people... finances? Oh, it doesn't but that's even the get problem, locked. right? Is are people yeah. going to? Pay attention, and on a deeper level, are people going to care? Because if 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 Rex did do that, why is Rex still on the board of allegedly? Right? Why is he still on the board of supervisors? Oh well, I mean, because it's an elected position, and it happened. But if he illegally, I think it, I think it happened since uh, the last time he ran. But he always runs on a post. But what he did that was illegal, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what? 
You don't think criminals can run for public office? I, oh, come on. Yeah. That's just anti-felon. You're right. I'm, <laughs> to be fair, I'm 24, so I'm I'm still... Okay. okay. I'm a little idealistic still. It sure. hasn't all been chipped away yet. Oh, oh God. As I well, get I'm older. So sorry. <laughs> as I I'm get so older. Sorry. Your beard makes you look older. I thought exactly. You, I thought you had a little more veneer of yeah, jade. No. I'm only... <laughs> if I shave this, you'd be like, are you old enough right to be I, doing a podcast? Yeah. high school? Yeah. <laughs> um, the beard adds a little protection for me, but... That's a problem. Yeah, isn't that it? That is a real problem. And I'm isn't a little bit alarmed because And again, if it was if it was honest mistake dealt honestly and, and handled honestly, that'd be fine. But that's what I was gonna say. A big problem with this is Rex's name has now repeatedly come up oh. on multiple podcasts, especially in this one, but yeah. on multiple podcasts that I've had, his name it was, continuously comes up. It's a small town and he's he's been very well connected for a very long time. So, so yeah, a, a lot of stuff has his name attached to it. Good things and bad. I, I will, like, I try not to be too hard on Rex. Like, he legitimately does good things. But, but the bad thing. also does some selfish entitled bullshit that sometimes crosses the line with my tax money. And, you know, I, I get it. And, and comes from a certain generation, cer- a, a certain way of doing things. And, again, this is all cultural. This is, this is stuff that, that has been fine. For 20 years. This is this has just been the way that, that did it. And it's the way Rex got things done. I grew up in Wyoming, by the way. Like, this is not unusual. Like, this is this is just a lot of how small business towns get as usual. done. Yeah, business as usual, but but not with a six not with a twenty billion dollar a year industry. It wasn't. That was not the way to handle that. Slapdash and half ass? No, thank you. That's why it's dead now. So the way some things get handled is just fine. But there's a set of rules that exists for a reason. And there's a way of doing things that exists for a reason. And a lot of those reasons are modern, right? A lot of the technology that enables this level of accountability is modern, right? I mean, the the level of interconnectivity of the software between the, depart- the departments doesn't exist 20 years ago right it's all it's all it's all on paper <laughs> it's all printouts you know the the report stacks are actual binders full of reports it's easier to bury information that way oh man and and see that's the other thing is it's because there's so much oh, i just spilled out my shirt people are gonna see that in the video <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know. I don't know i i'm worried i'm very worried not how do I want to say that? I'm very worried that all of this that what you're saying is true and that's alarming and that what Karen is saying is true and that's it's a problem. Yeah. It is a it, it is. is a problem. It is. It's it's leading to waste, to inefficiency. I mean and it and again, this isn't this isn't like a, a nefarious movie plot where, where it these feels people, like it. Well, but see, these people don't wake up and think they're going to be the bad guys. Like really they've, they've just been trying to work within a broken system for so long that they've developed broken habits. Right. And, and, and when that's called out, people don't like being wrong. <laughs> people don't like being people discovering that they're wrong or, you know, like a lot of, a lot of these things, they think they're doing it right. They, they think they've been trained this way because 20 years ago it got broken and 
and nobody fixed it because, you know, didn't have the resources, didn't have the manpower, didn't have this, didn't have that. So they developed a workaround that was only kind of against the law. And then the law changed and it was definitely against the law. But it's still the way we did it. So it was fine. And then KPD comes along and says, there's a law here. (laughs) And they say, well, you're inexperienced. This is the way we do things. Yeah, just push it through. Yeah, that's the inexperience they're talking about. We'll find a way around it. Well, hold up. Maybe maybe we should just fix what we're doing instead. And nobody wants, you know, that's the, that's a hard pill to swallow. The, you know, personal accountability. There's people's pride on the line. They've they've identified with their career for so long. Like it it's a big package. Like it's not it's not nefarious. It's not people actively going out and hey, today I'm going to fuck some taxpayers. No, they're trying to provide a service in the best way most of them know how. And some of them do a very good job shielding things from accountability. That's arguably scarier than someone who sets out to be nefarious. It's that slow yeah. erosion. Those are the people that do real damage. It's never the person that comes out and says, I'm going to fuck up the system. Because you see that. Because they're open about it. Yeah. And you can stop it. It's the one that slowly... Has their morality eroded or their yeah one whatever compromise it is. at a time one compromise at a time oh one backroom deal well now there's that dirt so now somebody right. else uses it as leverage for another one it's that slow erosion of accountability mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what fucks up the system that's what brings and, down and empires. that's where and that's where we are now like we we are at we are at the the effect phase of that slow erosion because. Things have modernized because we have levels of transparency. I could not have automated a public request document. So many documents. <laughs> if it was all by hand, yeah, yeah. AI NLP text analysis, like five years ago, that would have been a lot more, a lot more work than it's going to be now. Maltigo, like, so, so social network mapping was part of what I did for for my studies, and and I might the stuff I was using then, I might as well have had a slide rule, like just pen and paper on a napkin i pull out this program i'm like click oh my god yeah like this is what um multigo.com go check it out i'm not sponsored but uh, go. i'll have to look into it i haven't heard of that <laughs> yeah go 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 just terrify yourself about the 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 death of privacy for a while uh and it's it's free What do you make of this Ryan Burns guy? Because he's come up a few times now. He's a professional well. journalist. <laughs> would you, say, it, he's everything a, that would you say he's a good journalist? Let's define goodness. Uh, I'm sure he generates a lot of clicks. He he has uh, a great roster of of powerful sources of of inside sources of uh, you know. Um, he's the first people. He's the first person that certain people call with a lot of information, um, and you know, and that's what is. And he's got a reputation for that. I wouldn't call him an investigative journalist, just just by his methods and by his stories. You know, he's he he occasionally goes into some depth around around you know the the issues at play, gives context. But at the end of the day, I would you know, hey Ryan. Uh, 
but, but I, I, I would call what he and most, and to be fair, what most journalists in Humboldt County are doing as access journalism, right? They want to have the relationship that gets them the quotes. That's fine. Like that's for certain things. That's the, that's, you know, it's necessary, but it's not combative. <laughs> and They're not willing to push. Right. Because under those answers are, are a couple of, you know, I mean, like, like I said, like I, I was, I, I was genuinely impressed when I saw, when I saw Burns give that follow-up question to the SCO was like, but to be spe- specific, was it a forgery? But an investigative journalism would have heard the cricket, uh, investigative journalism would have heard the crickets and then commented on it. And given and maybe given some context on other sorts of things that they give crickets on, or why that response, what that means when they don't clarify beyond a certain point. Investigative journalism, um, you know, pulling documents, <laughs> but um, you know, I don't, I don't begrudge him that. I mean, it's it's definitely his job at Loco to get those quotes, right? I, I don't think Loco is an investigative journalism outlet. So so if he were performing deep, grinding, combative investigative journalism, he wouldn't be doing his job. He'd get fired. He'd have to go do a blog like John Chiv, who does do that. <laughs> yeah, I only ask because a lot of the articles that I read for KPD were written by him, and they painted her in a in a specific light and i wasn't sure if that was due to an intentional design or if that was just lack of diligence or he believes that side of the story so he's reporting on that side or well those are his sources yeah and he has shown a willingness to print what they say and so they give him things i mean and you don't want to burn that bridge. Yeah, you don't dude, want to be dude, excluded from access. Dude gets clicks. He's, I mean, K, any KPD article is going to generate a massive amount of clicks just because of the army of flying monkeys that they that they've whipped up from within the county to go and comment and uh, and and you know honk the bully horn on every single article. Right. I occasionally I'll I'll go in there and just like throw some throw some jabs. Like here's a document. You're full of bullshit. Here's a document. You're full of bullshit. Follow the link. Uh, but, um, you know, or just like, you know, and, and, and here is, you know, but whatever, um, you know, generates clicks. So there's, there's no reason from a business point of view, the, from an editorial point of view that, that there would ever be something else to these. Cause if, if that fire hose stops. Well, well, they've got to find something else to get all those clicks to drive out those advertising dollars, some of which they get from the county. Lost Coast in particular gets money from the county? Yeah. Tourism board. Pays them. Yeah, they they, they, they buy ad space, all, all kinds of different places. I haven't tracked yeah, down all that money yet. Buying but. ad space, that gets, that gets tricky when you start looking there. Doesn't it, though? Yeah. Doesn't it though? See, and again, 
It doesn't have to be a conspiracy. It's just people acting in self-interest, right? I have a bunch of ad stuff from the county, and there's there's powerful people with their with their fingers on the strings that I don't want to piss off. So maybe I should just print what they say and not make their story go. And it's um, that subtle influence of where am I going to put my money? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's that. That is that is how uh, how that arm comes in, right? It's not any it's not any being anybody being like. Mostly not a bunch of people at a table going, how are we going to, how are we going to, going to, going to manipulate the media to, to create this perception? No, it's, it, it's, it, you know, it is a way of thinking made manifest, right? It is, it is because they have decided that there's no tools they won't use to attack KPD then it's just a matter of whatever comes up doing the thing they usually do with it, right? Because they're not using creative strategies. I've, I've repeatedly, uh, you know, and it's a little derogatory, but I've repeatedly uh, called these, these strategies high school, unstable level politics. They're not complex, they're not sophisticated, and they're not creative. They're, they, when they find something that works, they push, the, they spam that button, right? Oh, I have the same problem again. Hit the button again. I do this. I do the same thing. It got that effect before. It, it creates a public perception. It furthers a narrative. It, it uh, you know it continues to do this. It means that this is another week that no reporter has the spare time to actually do a follow up on last week's. Right? Because see, that's the other thing is 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 because you keep a constant fire hose of negative information out. That's a campaign tactic. There's there's no room to breathe for for the rest, you know. I mean the, the you you hear the saying uh, 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 a a lie a lie travels half the world before the truth has its pants on, right? Right to correct a sensational lie or misinformation in the media takes a whole lot. Like just psychologically, it takes multiple. Uh, multiple exposures to corrective information from multiple sources to correct a single lie that was attributed trust, right? If, if, if a bad headline comes out in something that I have decided is a trustworthy source, I have to see multiple things correcting that headline from other equally trusted sources, Right, just for my brain to give it equal weight. That, that's that's cognitive bias. It's just the way we're hardwired to screw up. <laughs> my fear, and this was a similar sentiment that I expressed to KPD, is that in regards to her trying to get her side of the story out, yeah, it the truth almost doesn't matter if the people <clears throat> don't believe in it. Yeah. Like, and it seems like that's we are at. That kind of precipice, right? We're standing on the edge and there are a few people screaming, saying, hey, there's a cliff ahead. And then you have some people saying, there's no cliff. Just, we're going to keep on walking forward. It's all fine. Yeah. (laughs) And there's going to be a bottom. Yeah. Yeah. People falling with their eyes closed, swearing they're not falling because they don't want to be wrong about the cliff. Yeah. Yeah. Or they know there's a cliff and they just, if they say that there's a cliff they know shit goes sideways for them. 
So they're they're willing to walk off that cliff mm-hmm. with everybody else. Very short sighted. Yeah, I'm sorry. So again, I'm sorry to to apply a little more jade. Uh, it's <laughs> You're scaring the fuck out of me, Thomas. I, I it's good though. It's good for my own sanity of trying to figure out what is actually happening happening. Mm. And I think it is incredibly valuable for the people that are going down that same path of trying to figure out what is the truth in this story because there is a lot out there and there's a lot of people looking into it there's i mean again like the 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 on mass whistleblower uh experience that i had recently over a couple of waves now it's not all on topics that we've talked about you know (laughs) like just vast arrays of citizens and and former county county employees and current county employees that were like this is what we're fucking up right this minute <laughs> like um you know the, these are shady things that have that have that have happened just now and it's it's going to be a long long process of correction there's no event that's going to fix this there's a process that's going to fix this it's going to take multiple elections in, in lots of different things, boring elections, really boring elections, <laughs> like water district elections, like school board elections, um, you know, like whole whole just apparatuses of the county that need to be modernized. That are that, and that's going to be painful. You know, there, there's going to be a whole swath of people who are just going to refuse to get trained because that's what what happens when you modernize any large organization. Right, and in a and in a government setting, you can't just like lay them off. <laughs> are you optimistic that those necessary changes are going to take place? Obviously, they'll be pushed back regardless. But do you think that it's gonna? Yep. Optimism. There, <laughs> there it is. Optimism. I, I, I tend to to intentionally temper optimism within itself. You can get carried away with it. Um, no, no, it's just a route to disappointment. Well, I mean, uh, I, I like that's the natural inclination, right? Is you get optimistic and you get hopeful and then you get let down. When yeah, get there. yeah. I, I, I try to maintain hope, but I don't let it inform my plans. <laughs> I, can, I can hope for people to do the best case scenario, but I have to prepare for them to to just shit the bed at every every turn. Um, am I am I confident that these changes will get made? Yes. Am I confident they will get made quickly? No. Am I confident they will get made painlessly? 100% not. Am I, am I confident that they will get made? Yes. Um, they're, they're, I, I think I'm not at critical mass yet with just with the coalition, but I absolutely think there's enough people that think like you and I think and that they're, that are just mad as hell and not going to take it anymore. Um, I watch that uh, clip every now and then just to remind myself that the, Get to you know, get off your couch, get out the window, shout mad. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not. Gonna what take clip? It. Network. It's 1976, 1978. That's a movie from the 70s. Um, it's uh, 
Oh, it's great! It, it's it's fantastic. I'll um, have to watch it's, it. It's a seminal work of art. But uh, Albert Finney has has a, has a famous speech where, um, you know, I don't know what to do all, about all this thing and about that thing. But what I do know is I'm mad as hell and I'm not gonna take it anymore. Uh, and nothing's gonna change until you get mad as hell and you're not gonna take it anymore. And I want you to stand up. And it's very very big, powerful, powerful monologue. Um, but. Uh, I didn't know that I had an Albert Finney uh, impression deep down in me, but <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. And there's a lot of other people that are also mad as hell and not going to take it anymore. And the th- the the thing that we have to do, you know, we talked about that optimism and hope. It, it's that people think that there's no way, there there's no method. What am I going to do? Vote him out? Uh, I gotta vote, <laughs> but you know they send you a ballot now. Fucking vote, um, but don't just vote. Get involved like, and be informed in your voting. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. voting, voting carelessly is almost as dangerous as just not voting. It's true, it's true. And and find good sources sources of information. Um, ask them tough questions. This is and on local politics, call them. Call the candidate. Say hey. What the hell's with this thing or that thing or the other thing? Because it's a local election. And you're going to answer you. You have access to it. <laughs> you have yeah. access to Right? These, these, like the supervisor might live in your neighborhood. The districts are not that big and there's not that many towns in them. <laughs> um, you know, cer- certainly these people are like available to be talked to. Um, you don't have to be the good and the great. You don't have to have given a thousand dollars to the campaign. I have access to him, so if I if some guy doing a podcast right? can get him on, yeah, you, you can... got two microphones <laughs> yeah. and a computer. Like, <laughs> yeah, if I can if I can talk to some of these people, <clears throat> that just goes to show how easily accessible they are. Yeah, and and should be and should be. Um, and of course, you know, like, it, and and it's it's local small ball elections. The 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 needle is real easy to tip for Joe Schmo citizen. Get a yard sign. Get your neighbor to get a yard sign. Go, you know, go 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 on the weekend to your favorite candidate. They definitely need volunteers to go canvas for them. Whoever your 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 candidate is, whoever it is, get involved. If you disagree with me, well then go get involved cuz you at least have to negate the the ground pounding that I'm going to go do. Uh, right? I'm, for every door you don't knock on, that's one I get. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, that, that's the thing. And, but we, that, that spirit of civic involvement is not, it's not there today. Has not been, uh, rewarded well. Right? <laughs> um, and there's places where maybe it is. I haven't lived in any of them. Uh, but, yeah, it's hard. It's gross. It, it, and like, I'm generally a pretty nice person. I don't like being mean about all these things, but I'm going to do it. That's the sacrifice that I will make. That little bit of ego that's the, that wants to, to keep my image as, as just, just a big old jolly nice guy. No, I'm, I'm going to say some mean things. I'm going to do some mean things. I'm going to hurt some people's feelings because things need to get fixed. And that's more important than the way they feel about it or the way I feel about it. Right. There's tax money involved. There's services involved. There's 
fucking children dying. Like, that's like at the end, the, f- the failure of the county to deliver vital services. We're talking like emergency response services. That's under the county. Like, if we misman, if we can't manage the funds, we're not funding right now. Say, for instance, the ambulance service out to Dinsmore, out to the thirty-six, right? Because of all this mismanagement, we don't know exactly how much Measure Z funding that we have. And so there are vital services that have been under Measure Z. We don't know if they're going to be, we don't know if we're going to be able to fund them anymore. We hope so. (laughs) But because our finances are such a mess, who knows? So, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about real consequences. Like, like a lot of what we're talking about is, is legal and esoteric and social constructs and contracts and, and, and you know, vast amounts of money that, that, don't, that only seem ab- abstract because, you know, that's most people have never seen just a duffel bag with a million dollars in it so they can have some sense of, like, what's being dumped down the toilet. So, and... Without that, I don't know, without that, that level of context, context and urgency and immediacy, people just let it go. They're busy. They got lives. <laughs> they sleep like normal humans. I mean. Yeah, who uh, has the time to comb through all the data? Well, that's the thing. It's only not a superpower if you don't uh, use it to fight evil. That's the, that, that and all my other neuroses. That's my chant for that. But, you know, I... I, nobody has the time alone. Nobody, no, even me. <laughs> if I was doing this alone, the timeline would be three times as long. Um, but we don't do it alone, right? We, and sometimes that's, I can't think of this specific quote, but the general theme is that sometimes you have to become a monster to stop monsters, you know? Yeah, I've, I've to, practiced that, that before. Yeah, and I've, um, even I, I, I made, I made like the super ragey Facebook post that made the news. Um, but I said like, these are dirty tools. These, this is, this is shitty behavior. This is, this is a terrible thing to do to another person. I mean, just like this level of intrusive data gathering. <laughs> Again, if I was doing it on a private citizen, I would feel bad. It, but Taking these actions in order to correct failures that are affecting people's lives, that's good citizenship, right? We're, we're, talk, we're talking about real people suffering real pain that could be alleviated by better government management. And... You know, we're, we talked about this isn't a conspiracy of, of mustache twirling evil people, but at the end of the day, sometimes it's not the bad you do, it's the good you don't, right? Who, did, who, who is being failed in this, right? That $10,000 fine, <laughs> nobody, right? The fact that $28 million worth of invoices were filed improperly and so couldn't be tracked, thus setting back a whole cascade of financial procedures, making those things late. 
well, now there's an impact, <laughs> right? All of the things that, that are hanging on, on us having good financial management, we just, I mean, I, it sounds mean to say, but do we deserve it? Do we deserve federal money getting pumped into DHHS if they can't appropriately track it? If they are failing so miserably that they are having to be accountable to the state AG for corrective action right now, do we deserve it? Right? If this culture exists and this management of funds is so pervasive that people are just like, yeah, we're corrupt. <laughs> it's just like, is that okay? Like, is that, is that, is that the level of service I'm going to let them provide for my son? It's not. So, you know, and again, not alone. I, <laughs> I expected to be, and I would have done it alone. But as soon as, as soon as I, I'm just like, fuck all this. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. Uh, my phone lit up. Right. Immediately. I was not alone. They're like, yeah, you're right. Let's do it. Um, pe people showed up with expertise. People showed up with networks. People showed up with information. Like people showed up. Um, and they keep doing it. <laughs> when I filed the lawsuit, uh, John Schiff broke it on his website that day. I got uh, just the best whistleblower call. That was like four minutes of Skeletor laughing. Skeletor call just blah. Somebody was like, "Oh," uh, and and they they had known before about things, but they weren't directly involved in anything that I had already said like oh here's the seo report and here's all this financial stuff and here's this and here's that but when i said and they're screwing with the election with with government resources somebody's like oh yeah nope that one i saw that that one so it's every, every new thing there there's one or two people that are like oh yeah yeah i saw that and i was pissed about it and and we get more and we get one or two more people to add, add to the group add to the coalition at the end of the day i don't know what's going to happen with it i mean we're I know some things that are going to happen with it. Here's 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 my here's my crystal ball prognostication. One, they're going to fail at some point to properly provide documents. Um, at some point, they're going to try try to or uh, inadvertently uh, will omit something important. Um, I'll see the shine off their teeth. <laughs> I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll go ahead and, and make that prediction now because maybe I've already spotted some stuff that they don't want to give me. Uh, maybe I've already had to had to call out some some folks in writing on nextrequest.gov, PRA two two dash one nine four and PRA two two dash in writing um, for for attempting to slow play things or or you know maybe there's things that I know exist that I have requested as part of a larger thing that have not been provided um, so that's gonna happen they will they will fail at some point to follow their own rules and I'll hit them for that um, there will be ramifications for all these things I mean everything everything that gets made public has to be addressed, right? Has to be, right? Somebody cares about it. And the thing is, it's local. 
so it's so small. Ten people writing letters to the editor are a thundering force in county politics. <laughs> it takes so little, right? I mean, uh, there was an election uh, election year that we were scoping uh, when we were doing some of the cannabis political things, and to get an entire slate of candidates elected, you could have done the whole thing with 50 grand. You could have matched every donation they made. Like, like you could have bought all of the candidates that you wanted for 50 grand, right? That's how much was in their, their coffers total. The money's getting bigger in the last last ten years or so, but but still like remarkably cheap. There, it's it takes so little, a couple of hundred bucks. You know, get, get have a barbecue, pass a boot around. Everybody throws in a twenty to your favorite candidate. That's huge. <laughs> That's to buy a, an election for fifty grand is pretty crazy. To buy not an election to buy a ballot to buy all the elections. Right. This was this was almost ten years ago now, um, but yeah, the not not a single election to buy everyone on the ballot. Pretty small change. Yeah. Right. Grand and, scheme. Yeah, and there's you know, and there's there's election campaign finance rules and things, but man, that, we've seen how that stays. <laughs> Boy, hey, you know you know what's also uh, very much observed in the breach as far as Humboldt County rules. <laughs> yeah, donation procedures and things. That's uh, pretty loose. Jesus, <laughs> Thomas, you you scared me in a in a good way, man. Well, uh, I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I think right. I think this is the wake up call that a lot of people are going to need. I was worried. I was worried and excited to get you on because <laughs> I saw this playing out one of two ways. Either I was going to sit across from you and think man this guy you know he's a little off his rocker that's, that's crazy motherfucker. yeah or <laughs> i was gonna i was you were gonna come on here and do exactly what you did which i don't know which one would have been better yeah we can go back to crazy would you i can i i mean i can go back to just crazy conspiracy no, theorist I, if you want it's, <laughs> it's just a problem because i mean if you were just some crazy guy you could write off and kpd was just some one who was not good at her job, it's almost more simple because then it restores yeah. your faith. Okay, the, sips, yeah. the system's not falling apart. Why it's such an easy narrative to sell. Yeah, because people want you want to believe that. You want to believe that, oh no, somebody's out there taking care of it. It's not It's not a problem. Fine, this is all fine. And you can just go about your day. You can just keep on going because there's not a problem. Oh, yeah, just a dog sitting at a table in a room. That's fine. This is fine. The house is not burning this down around burning us. Down. It's warm. Nice it's warm. warm. It's yeah, it's the frog in the boiling pot, right? You just as long as they just slowly increase the temperature, you're yeah. gonna stay in the water. Yeah, and we've and, and and it's just like you said, like the the common perception amongst the county. We all know this goes on. We all see it. <laughs> it's it's tough and boring and tedious to dig down to put your finger on. I'll do that for you. That's fine. I'll do it. I'm mad. And every Every time it feels too tedious, I just crank open the rage vault a little bit, scrape a little off the top, put it back down, 
make sure make sure it's sealed tight and take that little spoonful put it in the tank and then read another spreadsheet because <laughs> it is it's dis- it's dismally tedious if i didn't if i didn't have a certain sort of background a certain sort of training already doing data analysis and already fascinated by like good data no i like most most people would bounce right off of this and and that's another way that that it stays obfuscated it's insulated that way yeah yeah i mean it's the it's the same thing like like stock market shit right that's it's why in the 20s like it's why the mar- you know you get these speculative booms and it's why it's all wrapped in in these in all this weird jargon and things it's to make it so complicated that that your average investor can't can't see the shell game well we're we're there right now all this money that was just passed around and then now it comes time to start paying the piper mhm and it's one thing on the uh, on the market if if Joe Schmo millionaire turns into Joe Schmo hundred thousand air, I mean it's 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 less laughable when you know some union pension tanks because of fucking Bernie Madoff or somebody, but when it's tax money, oh motherfucker, <laughs> like then it's on and cracking like that that's that that's that's public funds for public services that's that's not anybody's play money that that's the that's that's not anything that anybody could have afforded to lose well this it only ever hits the middle and lower class the hardest that's the thing exactly that's it always falls on them yeah all the time the people who are getting these services from the county are not making six figures they're not members of the inglemar club They're, they're the, they're the exact opposite of that, right? They're the fucking tribe. <laughs> they're, they're underprivileged kids. They're the homeless that we love to demonize, right? These are the services that are get, that are failing to be served. Like child welfare, welfare services was one that we just looked up. Can't fail at child welfare services. You can't. That's not okay, right? That is an important social task, right? There's a reason that the ACE score for kids is off the charts here, and it has a lot to do with child welfare. All of this comes down to money at the end, right? All of these numbers have people's lives attached to them. Right, every taxpayer that 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 sent something in gave that so that their community would be better, with the understanding that we pay into a social contract, and it keeps the people with the least from from falling off the map. So, when when folks really want to serve a bunch of high dollar donors, and they want to do favors for their friends. And it costs services to children. That's what the fuck kind of society do we live in, right? That's <laughs> well. I'm glad that you are out there. You're out there doing this. Well, thanks. I think that's important, and thanks. I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. We're definitely gonna have to have you back on. A hundred percent. Yeah. I already made you promise. Any as soon as I can make some of these some of these bombshells public, like I will. Um, if 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 I. <laughs> 
if not stopped by some very reasonable, unexpected behavior from county leadership. I will, I will absolutely be back with some whistleblowers and you can interview them. <laughs> okay, well, I'm excited for that. I'm right. excited to see what happens with all this because the deeper I dig, it seems like the more there is. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a lot. It's widespread and it's, um, yeah, some of it's ugly. And it's important to get this out there. Yeah. So thank you, thank you for coming on. Really, I I really enjoyed sitting I'm down and talking. Even to. though this I has feel, been a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, even though I feel right, I, I'm glad I could come yeah, and make you feel gross. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's important. It's important though, and it's so important that people hear that. Yeah, this side of the story gets out because it's been desperately unreported. Yeah, uncomfortable truth is that way. Um, I I love there was a there was a quote I saw on a TED talk. Most TED talks are trash, but they have great quotes. Uh, and it was um about that that feeling you get uh when you ha- when you discover that you're wrong about something. And and it feels bad. Very and visceral. It, and, we yeah, can relate nobody, to that. And, and you want you want to defend whatever position you just decided was you've, you've you've always held that was wrong, but when you when when you're wrong, that is that feeling right there. If you can just redefine that visceral reaction in your head as the first moment that you were ever right, you, then it becomes a positive. You you are you're you're right. Yes, you can you can redirect that 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 to correcting all the things you did wrong instead of defending all the things you did wrong, and and that's the optimal outcome, right? That's the you know. Take, taking that that visceral cognitive bias lizard brain or challenging my authority my pride my ego you know I, t- I tell people and and I'll go ahead and, and uh, the, throw this one out there the first thing a leader has to sacrifice at the altar of the cause is their ego has to die first <laughs> otherwise you cannot serve others right you, you cannot work with the level of empathy to provide real service in a leadership position if your ego is anywhere in the mix, right? Because that's that that moment that you want to defend. That's what you're defending is your ego, your, your history of thinking that you were right, right? Just be wrong. It's okay. <laughs> Acknowledge the mistake. Don't, it's just a fuck up. Don't make it a cover up. Just let it go. <laughs> Fix it. And then, and then we can all move on better. But fighting the fix wastes resources on both ends. So hopefully we can do this as painlessly as possible. <laughs> I'm not so sure, but I'm interested to see. I'm ready to do it yeah, painfully. I can tell. I can tell. I'm, yeah, I've, I've, I I try very hard to be diplomatic and measures and measured, but at two a.m. when I have the music on and I'm and I'm and I'm I've gone through a day's worth of spreadsheets and I'm quitting smoking. <laughs> I'm just in the garage pacing and doing two step turns for my keto to center myself and thinking I'm gonna burn it all down. I'm just gonna burn it all down. <laughs> but by the morning. Usually reasonable again. <laughs> well, we'll see if they push you to that point. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, on this one. And that's the thing. Like, some things are going to get more pushback than others. Some things are going to be bigger problems than others. Some things are going to require more action, more disciplinary action than others. Um, 
the other half though that I that I want to end with and that we absolutely that I absolutely have to spotlight again as I did at the beginning is that that the other half of this project the, the thing that this this is going to do most often is spotlight the good actors the people who who are keeping this whole thing running anyway Right. See, that's the that's the thing. We talked about all these problems and all these all this malfeasance inefficiency, ego this, click that. But a lot of services are still getting done. A lot a lot of lives are still being positively impacted. And and that is that is due to that ninety percent of, of county employees that are showing up every day and crushing it and rescuing people's services from the toxic workplace environment that that is being established in various various places by various people. Right. It is it is a toxic minority creating this problem. It is a, a competent majority that gets anything done despite it. And and so they like they deserve to be and will also be highlighted as part of this project. Yeah, that's right? good. One that's the, a good aspect. One of the coalition wants to wants to put on like full on two award shows a year, one for the good ones and one like the Razzie Awards for, you know, <laughs> least transparent. <laughs> well, sometimes you have to amputate to save the body. And I think that could mm-hmm. be potentially where we're going to yeah. where we're going to find ourselves. Yeah. Cauterize necrotic tissue. It's just going to go gangrenous. <laughs> All right, well, Thomas, we can end on. We did three hours, man. <laughs> Holy! Crap. I know, I know, you have places to be. I gotta get out of here myself. Uh, where can people find? Where do you want to plug? Where can people find you? Thcoalition.org. The, uh, the uh, Transparent Humboldt Coalition. That's where all these documents live. Uh, the, the every every one that goes up, um, we're you know it's it's in the development phase right now, so it's going to get prettier and sexier as we go along. Um, it's where eventually the machine will live that will automate these public requests. It's where members will be able to to check the data and go and you know tinker with the AIs and and push buttons on Maltigo on our own server eventually. Um, that that's where all of this is going to live. Thcoalition.org. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for having me, dude. I had a blast. <laughs> really. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, this is great. This yeah. is great. Three hours. Yeah, <laughs> I know it. Tough flies in here. It's like a little casino. Right. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you, Thomas. Really happy to. I'll let you do your outro. Quick. <laughs>